Welcome, Bastronauts. This is Teal's Bass Galaxy, an endless dimension of fishing legends and degenerates connecting through raw, real, in-person conversations and stories. No, this is not your average fishing podcast. There's no rules. There's no limits. Three, two, one, blast off. This podcast is intended for mature audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. And subscribe to our YouTube channel. It's been confirmed. Aliens from another planet have landed on Earth. Sources say there's been two confirmed landing points for these extraterrestrial beings. One being Japan, and also, unexpectedly, in Minnesota at Waypoint Angler Supply, a local tackle shop on Lake Minnetonka. With the ever-expanding universe, it's no surprise that there are other planets out there that also share our love for the sport of bass fishing. And to Earth's surprise, this latest visit came from extraterrestrial fishermen light years away and many innovations ahead when it comes to fishing equipment. Some hypothesize these beings came from the planet of Naboo, matching up with Mayan folklore dating back thousands of years with fishing equipment ahead of their time. It has been confirmed they left things never seen before by an Earth-born bass. Waypoint Angler Supply is the premier space station in the bass galaxy and has tackle that could previously only be found in Japan or the planet of Naboo. The Waypoint ship is full, but we don't know when the bastronauts from Naboo will be back. So hurry in to Waypoint Angler Supply today and stock up on that Area 51 Planet of Naboo JDM good good before your buddy is whooping that sweet ass of yours. Stop into their store on Lake Minnetonka or visit their website, waypointanglersupply.com. That's waypointanglersupply.com. Use the code GALAXY20 to save 20%. On your next tackle binge. Aliens are real. Thank you. The Bass Galaxy is also supported by Veselka Fishing and Customs, Supreme Lending, Dream Team, Lake Country Insurance Services, My Wedge Motor Support, Supreme Lure Company, Just North of Memphis, Barbecue and Catering. Thank you. So, (laughs) let's rewind, you know, about... Yeah, 35 years, 40 years, somewhere between there. I feel like there's a lot of the story that people know already, but there's a lot that people haven't heard or dove super deep in. Yeah, this is an interesting interview because I know a lot of it, yet... You you do? I think we haven't revisited it in in a while. Maybe you've had more time to even reflect. Man, I don't even think people know how we came to become fishing partners. I don't think people know like my homeless years or like (laughs) growing up on the horseshoe chain, you know, I don't. So yeah, where to begin, man. Um, I didn't know JP or Teal growing up until college. So 
We talked. We'll last, start last podcast. We talked when we met at <clears throat> Bree and uh, Christie's place, but yeah, at their house. Yeah, back in college. And I remember they're like, "You got to meet Dane, my uh, my my roommate's boyfriend." I go upstairs and, and this tattooed guy. I'm like, "Oh shit, <laughs> who is this who's guy? this fucking clown?" Yeah, riff raff. But you're the yeah, obviously the nicest dude ever. So. It's yeah. it's been fun to uh, get to know everybody, and those years are why we're still here. We had a lot of fun growing up, <laughs> but I, dude, I missed out so much of like the prime fishing years as a kid. If I had you boys back when I was in elementary school, middle school, fishing like youth tournaments, so many people that have been on here have been tournament fishing since middle school, high school. Anyone I in your wasn't. anyone in your family kind of spark <clears throat> that interest or yeah, so show you the ropes. Yeah, man. Um, you know, growing up, I wasn't much of an outdoorsman until my stepdad came into my picture. I might have been five or six years old. And uh, it's a funny thing because my Venmo now that I ex- accept rod orders through and ex- tattoo from, the picture of it is actually my first bass. It's I know, me I holding, know that picture. Yeah. Uh, it's me when I'm six years old holding like a, I don't know, three and a half, four pounder. It looks big because I was tiny then. But that's when the light bulb clicked. I was throwing a uh, a Berkeley slug, like a, like, like a traditional power, and I still have you know multiple 150 count packs of them, and I still throw them. But that's where it started. Fishing the horseshoe chain slop mm-hmm. back in uh, Becker Lake. That's great. And I had great. no idea who you were then. That's what's so crazy is you were on East Lake, and mm-hmm. I was on horseshoe way back in crones bay and we did not know each other not till college and that's no. what's crazy yeah yeah <clears throat> but you were what two years older yeah f- three. yeah two two or, two three. or three yeah. yeah i'm 33 now i'm 30 yep. so yep you were a sophomore i was a senior yep yep and uh dude i fished out of a 12 foot boat before the bus would come to pick me up on the horseshoe chain i would get out in my little 12 foot boat with a little I had like a little Endura 30 pound thrust, like transom trolling motor that I threw a bracket on the front. And I would it's just, one of these. dude, it was tiny. <laughs> it was tiny. Yeah, man. And I would just use my knee and bump it over and turn and cast and just turn it on one or two and just kind of work my way around the shoreline and just continue to throw that slug up underneath trees and through the slop. And I couldn't go too far because I, I would forget to throw mixed gas in the outboard and I'd seize it up or I'd, I'd run out a, a fuel running around the chain. That was a maze, man. If I could get to Becker, that was like, oh, dude, come on, pops, take me to Becker. The little boat can't get that far. Throw me in the Starcraft and rip me back, you know, I five, six miles back. When I was young, mm-hmm. really liked going there. Water was cleaner, you know. Oh, good weed growth. Yep. It was like... For me, that was the deal. And that's, you know, the power fishing side of everything. And I'm not known as a power fisherman anymore. You would I mean, say that. Sluggo, I wouldn't say is like. It's not flipping it's one and a half fishing tungsten. Shallow, yeah. Yeah. I would say. But, dude, I used to throw it on like a heavy seven foot with oh, yeah. 30 pound braid and just, I couldn't throw a bait caster when I was that's little power dude. power finesse, bro. Yeah. Power finesse. Yeah. Which is your style. For sure. I could see that. It's my style. Mm-hmm. And my so. style continues to evolve as I watch people on YouTube, as I fish with you boys, 
I kind of appreciate being able to see how JP does something and how Teal does something and how other anglers are approaching the same body of water. And I feel like each year I have one or two things I really want to focus on. And then that's my strong suit for the year. So what, what brought you to, what, you said you were homeless. Let's, let's, yeah, let's yeah. slow down here. Yeah. Let, I'm, let's go. So I, I'm guessing you, a childhood, you, you went to college, you did the whole thing and then you bought a boat or what? Let's, yeah. Um, going to college, I had a crouch racket. Oh, I worked all summer long and I'm like, dude, all I want is a motorbike. Dude, no I just way. want a motorcycle so bad. So I bought a 600, uh, R6. Yeah, 600ccr6. How many tickets you get on that bad boy? Zero. Why? Zero tickets. Not a one. I laid it down pretty good in Duluth. <laughs> Ow. Yep. I Dude. went sliding through an intersection on its fairing sideways and slammed into a median <laughs> real bad at like 11 o'clock at night. Can we just Ow. real quick side quest on like <clears throat> laying your bike down on like the pavement at like however many miles an hour? Yeah, my mom. A lot had of people a, do that. My dude. mom had a crash in Duluth, and or they die. That's where my parents met up or there. Break stuff. Yeah, that's why they wear leather, right? That's where the leather comes from. <laughs> the leather, leather. What? <laughs> what? No, there was I no leather that's from on road me. Rash. No, that was in like sweatpants and a UMD hoodie. Assless. I suppose the crotch rocket thing. You don't see a lot of leather on a crotch rocket. Dane's not riding with assless. No, you chaps. see like the. I mean, maybe the girls. <laughs> you don't see a guy with fucking leather ass <laughs> no. handlebar mustache no. driving a crouch rocket. No, uh -uh. you see a, like a, what do you wear them, like sport jackets? Dude, a hoodie. And the girl that's on back, you know, if Were she's got gang? leather on, there's a whale tail showing for sure. <laughs> like straight whale tail at the back. You're like, you don't need a license plate. That thing's flopping in the wind. <laughs> Don't call it a crouch rocket for nothing. <laughs> no, man. You mm -hmm. ride them panties up nice and tight, and you send it. So that's what I did for my first year in college. Yeah, I wasn't fishing, floss. though. Yeah, dental. Well, yeah. It's just something. <laughs> How fast did she go, the crouch rocket? I got it to 165. Jesus. Yeah, reckless. Dude, 165. Death machines, dude. Yeah. I got it going 165 on Highway 23, past Mora, like approaching Hinkley, like before you got to Highway Land 35. of the deer, too. Like, yeah. like by Mora. There's so many deer by there. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was middle of the day on like Imagine. a Tuesday afternoon. Yeah. Crotch rocket, deer, Dane, Dane. <laughs> Everything would be fucked. Like. That's crazy. And yeah. at this point and in time, speed. you're in high school fishing. Yeah. Right. And yep. you got the old Stratus. Yep. Yep. The, the old, old Stratus. Stratus. And I did Stratus. not have a boat. And you guys did not know each other. The old carbureted two stroke on the boat. Okay. Back. I'm no. really curious on how you guys met. We well, might have talked about it last pod, but we, we had a met few. Kind of same way through Bree and them. Met. Yeah. Kind of like high. Yeah. And then <laughs> where we really met was at the Duluth Bass Club meeting. <clears throat> yeah. But see, I didn't even get into fishing until that would have been. My senior year of college, I didn't have a boat until maybe that my year. senior year. When I met you at the, I think you were fishing. Yeah. You just didn't fish tournaments, Bro, this but you is had how, that bass tracker. No, dude. You had that dude, ass tracker, dude. No, check this out. You had that ass tracker. Yes, I did. That the was my first tracker. brand new boat, but let me tell you oh. something here, brother. What yes. Was, what was the name of her? Tracy. What was what's the one Hayden has? Tracy. <laughs> it was a different boat. You I just slut. liked her so much. I called her Tracy again. 
<laughs> you take that back. I'm sorry. It's what it was, man. We called you her the Red Baron. It was the Red Baron for the longest time because it was a tin can, right? It was a 175 TXW. But before that, I'm walking to a college party with a case of beer on my shoulder. And as I'm walking to a single day mile party, there's this dude working on his truck. And beside his truck was a 14-foot aluminum boat, but it was flipped upside down on some logs. And I had the most random thought in my head, like, I wonder if he'd sell me that boat, just random. So I set my case of beer down. I was like, hey, mister, are you planning on selling that thing? Are you going to use it? Or, you know, oh, yeah, it's going to be a retirement project. What is it in that tone? Yeah. Hey, mister. Dude, I, hey, I was hey, not you. a polished. Hey. Yeah. It wasn't like, <clears throat> excuse you me, sir. Your turn, you weren't your tattooing self? I like, did not. Hey, darling. Ar- I did, no. You know that little no. tin, rickety tin no. boat you got over there? I did not Aaron Teal that thing. That is like Dane Veselka. Suave, smooth lingo. Was the case of beer empty or? <clears throat> oh, it was. You cracked. No. Well, case wasn't open. I'm heading to a party. Okay. And the guy's like, no, nah, man, it's a retirement project. I don't, I don't plan on selling it. But, uh, I mean, maybe. I mean, are, do you, are you local or are you trying to get into fishing? It's like, yeah, you know, I, I, I built a boat back in high school and, you know, I'd like to get back into it. And I was just looking for something I could tow around with my car. Mm-hmm. Tell you what. He goes, I'll sell you the boat for 400 bucks. It's like, was that easy, huh? Holy shit. He goes, yeah, and it doesn't have an outboard on it but there's one in my garage come here let me see what you think and he walked me into his garage and on his couch he pulled this sheet back and there was a 35 horsepower Evinrude from 76 like flawless he's like yeah last time it was on the boat it ran first pull goes you can have it for free like no way goes yeah man tell you what why don't you go get your vehicle and come back down here I'll flip the boat over put it on the trailer for you with the motor and you can take it home bucks <laughs> deal set my case of beer down called up my girlfriend at the time it's like hey you know bring the durango down hook it up i mean it was that simple that easy and in my garage at my college house i stripped it down i painted the outside built a deck built a flat deck and carpeted it and put a trolling motor on it and that's what i had to fish with then i found the duluth bass club and when I met everybody, I went, holy shit, this is not going to work. I don't have a live well. I don't have, like, I need some things, right? I think you had that boat for, like, <clears throat> not that long when I met you. Yeah, I can't remember. So that I was think a long you were time planning though, to fish the club. In that boat. In that boat. So you got that boat. And then I decided. And then we fished it together. Yeah. And you fished out of that boat for a while. You had that boat for a while. I it did. did some damage. Yeah. The old tippy canoe. She was a kite, but you got her done in that. I sure did. I think your first, I remember you won on gull out of that thing in the wind with Mike. That was a tracker. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I thought we were, no, you. <clears throat> that was a tracker. Yeah, I thought you got the tracker for Duluth Bass Club yeah. that year that we met. That's yes. what I was talking about was yeah. the tracker. Yeah. The old tippy canoe, the old kite. They both were tippy canoes, man. They weren't that different. <laughs> the old, yeah. Yeah. Nah, yeah. yeah, that's what we had, so, man. 
no spot lock, no nothing. Just straight send it. Side image, side imaging had just come out, what and that's when I got into fishing. Were you when you got the? the it had to have been. One. It had to have been my junior or senior year, because I only had that had boat for a little bit of time. Because I suppose you lived in Skyline, which would have been my senior year. Mm-hmm. That would have been my so first year have been out. out of college. Yep. Okay. Yep. That first makes sense, summer yep. going into yeah the fall out of college. Did you trade that thing in when you got the ass tracker? Did you trade that? No, I sold it to a guy for twenty five hundred bucks. Wow. The thing was pimped out. Upgrade. Lindy, that thing. Wow. Oh man. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, come on. That's that was actually one. worth 2500 bucks. funny, man. That was a good boat. Well, how dare you? <laughs> we can't even talk about that. So we when did, it, we didn't. So did you have the Forerunner at this time? or? Yeah, I went from a Toyota Corolla pulling around this little aluminum boat to getting a Toyota Forerunner, which we had a lot of good times in, in the college <laughs> house. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> Teal and I were bahaing through the yeah, freaking yeah. people's McDonald's. yards, going to McDonald's at three bad. in the morning. But so Dane and I met at that bass club meeting, and we each didn't have like a partner to fish <clears throat> the bass club up there, and so we decided to fish together. Yeah. And then at this point, I, I he, I'm like, so, he's like, that? so where are you living? I was like, here. And I was like, how about you? He's like, <laughs> my truck. My or my my forerunner. <clears throat> like, yep, I've been eating continental breakfast, uh, like hotels Canal, and Canal shit. Park. Canal Park, like, bombing it, dude. Bombing it. Elise fell through. I was supposed to go into this. Yeah, he's waiting on. Yeah, you weren't completely bumming it. He was waiting on a house to be done so he could move into it. And then it got messed up because the plumbing wasn't done right. And then all of a sudden, I was like, oh, I can't move into this house. It's not ready, and. What am I, I going to do? Just go sign a lease somewhere right away? I'm like, nah, I'm going to wait it out. It's summer. I'm going to just, you know, sleep in the Forerunner. And, oh, man, if I plan this out right, like, I could be at this hotel in the morning for breakfast. They would never know because I don't look homeless. <laughs> what if I go in there and get a bagel, eat some eggs? I could come out, and then the next morning, I would just go to a different hotel. Or I would go up to the Edge Edgewater Hotel, like, Upon 21st Ave, and by Perkins. Perkins had a sweet lot. I could roll down the back window in the Forerunner, and the lake breeze would come through the vehicle, so I'd cool off at night. And I just <laughs> yeah, man. I, I've been in that position a few different times where I had nothing. I had nothing. I had 10 pairs of clothes, no personal belongings, no furniture, no nothing. Nothing stored anywhere, just my vehicle. And an ass tracker. Dude, I don't even... I, oh, yeah, because yeah, I had a storage unit yep. up by Fish Lake, and I kept my boat in a storage unit. So anytime I wanted it, I could just go up there, and I paid $40 a month for this tiny little unit because that ass tracker was... Tiny. Yeah, I mean, you could put it in a high school locker. You could one that you could one hand <laughs> that into a small garage. For sure. Yeah, but you know that both of us would go back and buy that ass tracker back. Just so we could go fish shallow rivers. Speak for yourself. In the fall, during the winter time when it's above freezing. Battle of the hogs. Battle of the hogs when you got to carry your ass it'd down be a to the good lake. Beater. It'd be a good beater boat for sure. 
you know how many people look at me when I try and back the boat into most landings on public lakes? And they're like, yo, dude, concrete stops like two feet down. You ain't going to get that thing out. Like, yeah, I will. I've put my vexes in a lot of fucked up positions. Well, axles are going to break anyway. They are going to break. No, not on that one. Yeah, well. I haven't. I haven't broke well, anything on that the one. the Triton you did. That was, yep. yeah. Well, I broke that one, I mean, going to freaking Hartwell Dude, for nationals. Should. I don't know how you got that home, especially as fast as you were driving it. <laughs> Just keep it in a straight line, baby. Dude, from South Carolina to Minnesota, I watched him drive a tr- fucking 21-foot, 21 TRX. Call her by her name. Tracy. <laughs> Tracy. The second. Number two. <laughs> the, the winningest boat we've ever fished out of. With the biggest fifth catch is Ask Caden Anderson. He's dubbed some pretty big fishes out of that thing yeah. since. He's out I there today. Seven and a quarter, oh, yes, he was. Clown. Seven and a quarter smallie out of that. Dude, there's been Come an eight-pound largemouth in Minnesota caught out of that. Yeah, Drew caught his out of that. But we made it back from Hartwell on two axles that were not attached to the boat frame or the trailer frame. Yeah, yeah. Did you hear that? Yeah. Two axles not attached to the trailer frame. And he drove like 80 all the way home. I followed him. There was like enough waiting weight. Waiting to die. There was waiting for weight. his axle to come fly me. There's enough weight. You're just riding it. All the way home, baby. Why'd Through you, the potholes. How, how long are you guys there? You guys are crazy. Bring well, it boats. broke the first day I got there, and I continued driving it to and from the landing as long as I was able to back it straight into the driveway. That's why we brought two. <laughs> Good point. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Major malfunctions. Hartwell? <clears throat> yeah. yeah. I still fished out of it every day down there. But I don't blame Hayden for not driving the boat down to Florida because that has some long-distance curse on that thing. Yeah, it'll catch, like, really... It'll win tournaments and catch really big fish for, like, a, a radius in the Midwest. You just sure. got to get the boat there. You take it yeah. past that that radius, you might But you they might made horse shit trailers. Everyone makes horse shit. Everybody makes horse shit trailers. Texas that, does not make horse shit trailers. Yeah, I would agree with that. <laughs> Those the, trailers are Remember the Camus? You, you, sick. You, my Camus that you told down to A lot of the third-party trailers. There's a lot of third-party trailers. fucked up the... I messed it up. They make well, the I mean, boat for the trailer. My, I'm not saying you did, but, I mean, it did have a pretty fucked up axle. Huh. Should have went torsion. <laughs> Those wheels were those like wide like looking. <clears throat> Can I wheels. ask you boys this? Have you ever had your tandem trailer wheels aligned? No. You do no. know like we should be doing that once a year, having she, them aligned. My truck was shimmying it once. I hit seventy miles per hour, it started going like this, and I and Wolf would start barking at me. So this mobile tattoo slash mobile custom rod unit, this twenty four foot glacier ice house, they want me to realign the tires. Once a year. They're, they they don't come aligned from the factory, and they don't come aligned from the dealership. Once you get your load in there and you kind of figure out what you want to put in there, you have to realign them. And then every year, you have to have them realigned. Otherwise, you get premature wear and randomness. I don't know what, like, two to four lava lamps weigh, but factor that in for, like, the traveling podcast. <laughs> you want, you want freaking some, lava lamps yeah, put inside like two the box? To, two to three lava them, like, lamps. right here. And, and we're good to go, dude. It's, it's not much, man. They get warm, so keeping good, like having a good radius. I don't know if you guys so. know this, but Aaron Teal's a man of simplicity. He doesn't need much. 
Some good music and some I can name three things. And some bass. He needs a fish whistle. Fish whistle. He needs Sour Patch Kids. No, I don't. And he needs a lava lamp. I don't need those things. That's it. No, I need... An efficient pole. An efficient pole. Jesus, yeah. You don't know me that well. He buys gummy bears by the four-pound bag. No, those were gifts. And he had two of them. Those were gifts. <laughs> Those were gifts. That's it. No, he's pretty good with candy. I'll give him. I'll. I'll, I'll I don't back buy him up it. on that. I don't. No, nope, you're it. good. You're good. If, if it's given to me, you're I mean, you're on a strict. What am I gonna just be a bad person and not accept the gift? Protein bars, beers, couple waters, sandwiches. Uh, you've, hey, I'll be. You've shocked me. Recently, cooking. Yeah, cooking, feeding us. The lunch that he made me today. Probably two of the best sandwiches I've had. I don't believe that. In a while. I've... In a long while. He came out with different cheeses. He's like, this one has this cheese. Oh, yeah. Okay. Here's some fruit. <laughs> this one has this cheese. <laughs> Feel good cheese out of Litchfield. <laughs> good stuff. Check them out. <laughs> right on 12 off Waverly. Yeah, right from Waverly there. What? Mm-hmm. So, hold on. Say this again. Where is it? Right in Litchfield. <laughs> what is it? No. A what cheese? What kind, what kind of cheese? Fairfield cheese. Fairfield cheese. I've never yeah. been. But my wife loves cheese, so. Well. Sea biscuit. Sea biscuit. Here, kitty, 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 kitty. Yeah. Take her there. Yeah. Well, maybe you shouldn't. I'll take her there. I'll take her there if you, <clears throat> if you don't kill me. So, what kind, of, what kind of whiskey are we drinking tonight, by the way? What is this? Oh. Ah, see, I've never been a big fan of Pendleton, but it's actually pretty good. I would have not have said it was Pendleton. Thank you. You're welcome. It's got a Vikings logo. I don't know if you should be. Did they play today? I don't even know. No. Oh, today's Saturday. Wild win? Yeah. Shoot out. Shoot out again. Sh- yeah. Good mm. <clears throat> I thought you said shooter. No. Sh- shoot out. Kyle shooter. Kyle shooter. Coming back to the Champions Tour. Let's go. Let's go. I'm excited. Good field. I, I'm excited for this year. I'm, yeah. I kind of like the schedule. Let's let's go back. Let's. Go. I, de- I'm yeah, sorry, I derail no, so no, hard. No, I got. I got. No, side quests are are necessary at times. Well, yeah, I went from the cross rocket to the whale tail. Yeah, you're you're a wild one, D. Sorry. So you you're in the. Let's go back to you're in bat. Uh, the tracker, Tracy. Tracy mm-hmm. 1.0. Yeah, Tracy 1.0. You're 175 TXW efficient. You're bouncing. You meet not all of us clowns. Getting to meet you. Well, you know what? You boy said, hey, you want to do some graphic design work for me? You could just sleep on my couch. <laughs> you don't got a place to live, man? And you took me in under your wing. Yep. That's how that worked. That's and how we met, and that's how we started fishing together. And then I, I really just couch I felt. For years. Yeah, I was very Two appreciative. Years. It was fun. We had a lot of fun. We we uh, we slept just on the roof at that house too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we did. Yeah. <laughs> I've been on I've that. Slept roof on that times. roof, on that porch, <laughs> on the couch, on every on any furniture that we didn't burn down. Yep. Well, Which, it just had the best look. Over, looked over Superior. I mean, you can see is that was this the greatest poster, college house of all time. This poster was there above our TV. Yeah, it a lot, was. A lot of the stuff yeah. on the wall has a lot of sentimental value. This, that, yep. yep. I remember we yep. had a slow no wake buoy from the horseshoe chain that was in the basement. Yeah, but that wasn't. I mean, we didn't or, take it no, out that, of the lake. That was 
No, it was on shore, but yeah. and it was a <laughs> malfunctioning buoy. Um, there was also a McDonald's yellow cone. Do you remember that? Oh, that's a different college house. Sorry. No, but we had that buoy out in the front yard, so like people knew which house was ours. Yes. Remember that? Oh, yeah. And the neighbors weren't that pissed off about that. They were oh, no, they're pissed. They're always pissed they at everything. They us. They did. At everything. It's all right. I know things. Well, I remember a college house in between, I like. Know things. Well, who tra- who's trying to start a family in between like, college houses and party? Like, yeah. I mean, Duluth is kind of all all the college houses. That's kind of the unique thing about Duluth is like <sighs> a lot of places. There's like the college section. Duluth, it was like everything is college. Everything there. was. It's a melting pot. Yeah, you had families next to doctors, next to teachers, next to college kids. Yeah, but like, we that's were, how we, it was. We families were, next to college kids. We weren't like crazy. Like, yeah, we weren't crazy. Nope. No, man. Hey. Nope. No, we Not weren't crazy. All. Not even <laughs> a little bit. It. Didn't do it. Damn we well behaved. Thing. And that's what got me here. Dude, we did some. Uh-huh. A lot of nights in the library. <laughs> dude, I did not belong there, dude. The more and more I, 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 I like live in society and work with people and paid a lot of money to meet you guys dude yeah because <laughs> when i realized bro no one up here thinks the way i think i'm out <laughs> never spent so much money to meet you fuckers uh, jesus that's funny. So you're in the tracker. You're homeless. You're bouncing around. You you start partying. I remember the Halloween. Yeah. That was a great night. We were all dressed up in Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. What were you about to say? I, I started getting seriously into tournaments about that time. That's when I started fishing the, the North Star Trail is when I seriously started learning how to pre-fish and dissect bodies of water and fish. With who? Solo? My stepdad. Okay. Mm-hmm. I got- As anglers, we develop special bonds with our equipment. There's something magical when you find that perfect jig rod and reel combo for a technique that elevates your confidence on the water. Whether it's a perfectly balanced, crisp, and sensitive jig rod that gives you the highest level of control over your bait, allows you to feel every grain of sand, every bite, and allows you to drive that hook clean, or a rod with the perfect action and taper that seems to keep your chatterbait, swimbait, or whatever it is in the back of the bass's head where it belongs no matter where you throw it, or a rod that allows you to effortlessly cast a lighter bait you used to cuss at on your old combo. These types of magical bonds are rare to find in a mass-produced sweatshop, which is why the Selka Fishing and Customs came to existence. With the sole purpose of bringing you closer to your passion by enhancing the bond with you, your rod, and the bass. Confidence is everything in bass fishing, and there's no bigger boner buster than losing a big fish, not feeling like you can present your bait correctly. The list goes on and on. Mr. Veselka is a full-blown artesian craftsman who can build you the perfect rod, no matter the size or action, custom exactly the way you want it he also has a wide variety to choose from right on his website including fan favorites like the eight foot hair jig rod the drop shot rod swim bait rod the chatter chicken rod the mh workhorse and more even ice fishing you do the whole frozen swiss cheese thing the ice fishing seen grumpy old men 
Well, you can send that jiggle stick back to the antique store because Mr. Veselka builds custom ice rods in all sizes and actions too. So head on over to his website, veselkafishing.com. That's V-O-C-E-L-K-A fishing.com. To enhance your confidence on the water, feel your passion, and catch more bass, baby. Supreme Lurico introduces a revolution in bass fishing with our triumphant trio, the Supreme Slug, Lil Slug, and Slaw. Leading the charge is the Supreme Slug, a legend revived after two decades, its unique shape and built-in hook slot redefine tactical brilliance on the water, giving you an edge like never before. But the saga continues with the Lil Slug, a miniature powerhouse that mirrors the majesty of the Supreme Slug. Don't let its size fool you. It packs the punch needed to lure in those elusive bass. And for the ultimate bass feast, there's the slaw. A craw representation with the same irresistible characteristics as the supreme slug. It's bass seduction at its finest, designed to trigger predatory instincts. Exclusively crafted for bass enthusiasts, Supreme Lurico brings you a trio that's not just baits, they're bass magnets. Supreme Lurico, cast in gold, reel in glory. Got him back into fishing. He sold his boat. Him and my mom split up, and we decided, yeah, you know, you raised me. I bought a boat. We should go back out and continue fishing let's tournament fish you taught me how to fish now let's do some serious tournament fishing trail stuff together and kind of talked him into it let's go have these on entries and pay for gas and get cheap hotels and figure it out and it was fun kind of rekindled the whole outdoors thing this is mike right this is mike yeah, yeah. he's a good guy yeah. I met him. love mike Great. yeah he just got a really cool retirement place up in hackensack on a little lake called Poquette. oh it's so dope it's right on the water, man. Gorgeous. You could pee off the upper deck into the lake. Mm. You could literally cast a slug right out the front door onto the water. And it can't be more than 15 feet from shore. The shoreline. It's that close. Even closer. It's from the deck. So, yep. Back into tournament fishing. North Star Trail. And we started, bass com- club. We started competing against each other on the North a little Dark bit trail a little bit but then the bass club thing we did for only a couple well, of years the bass club thing is where it started then you fish the north star yeah within a year apart you know yep. a year or two right mm-hmm. right and then i fished different stuff in the summer yep and then all of a sudden we're like nabc's i think that's yeah when we started 2018 fishing, like real shit together yep yeah because no, 27 2018 It might have even been 2017 when we started fishing them. 2018 is when we had some good tournament finishes and mm-hmm. had some fun. Maybe even into 2019, but that's when Team Trail really started kicking off and it really started growing and we fished that for a while. Yeah, that's 2018. Well, that's just yeah. like a good reference here. Malax, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and I was just a young buck. Didn't know anything about nothing, that was dude. was a monumental year. There's so many people that are. Us. Well, let's talk about we that year. Fish rivers that year. Yeah, we learned. Yeah, we won a big tournament on Malax, which was a big confidence boost for us. Dane figured out a really cool deal that 
you know, I was able to replicate than we have. We didn't know at the time, but it was the winning deal. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, then we went to the river and we camped uh, in that tent, I remember. Through multiple thunderstorms. Yep. I think I caught that big smolly that year on Sturgeon Bay before (laughs) that event. Was he ever dry that week? <laughs> I feel like he was always just like soaking wet in that tent. I drag him through the most <laughs> on the dude. boat in his boxers, drying up. <laughs> I make him sleep in the tent, head below his feet on roots. Then we're sleeping in a tent in the rain. Then we're in the boat, getting thrown around by eight footers on Malax. Then he falls out of the boat on the Mississippi River. Then he. <laughs> <laughs> I still, man, oh, to this day, I know some of these stories have been repeated, but God dang, man, there's been so many great memories on the tournament trail. Uh, yeah, dude. It's been <laughs> unreal. <clears throat> but here's the deal with fishing and me. So many people are dissecting everything from their lures and their tinkerers and their line Nazis and their rod Nazis and there's this and that. Man, I just go fishing. And you know that about me. Like, dude, are you going to change those hooks? No. <laughs> dude, are you going to retie your line? No. <laughs> Dana, are you going to look at sometimes. this? I know it does. And it's it's burned us. It has. So does everything. It, well, and I'm getting better up, about it. I burned us on things. I mean, that's just part of it. It's not a lack of work ethic. It's just a different attention to detail. So when people talk about weighting crankbaits and figuring out certain things, I'm way more concerned with location and boat position and like time on the water and working off the water, not even with tackle, just in general. That's a little bit spicy, dude. Well, you might, I mean, here, here, here. Where's that ice? That was a bit stiff. Well, only maybe 30 minutes into this podcast until it's going to be wet as a whistle. Yeah, I'm not trying to be like that tonight. He wants to play some Pong later, bud. Oh, yeah. Oh, dripping down the bottom of the glass. Oh, yeah. There it is. Damn. It's sealed, man. You don't need to worry about it. We just, you know, maybe let's not get anything dripping down in between the boards or on the screw heads yet. Oh, God. Here, let me just take a sip out of it, huh? I'll help you. Get in there. Yep. And that brings us to now. Look at that. That story was super quick. So where are we? So Here, until it's past Galaxy. 2023. Almost 2024. Ready for a Champions Tour and Team Trail, and businesses are booming, Teal. What about the year you guys were just racking up? Yeah, what year was that? 2019. That was a good one. Good Lord. Didn't have to worry about forward-facing sonar, and good my Lord. neck was a lot. Back before sore necks. And- yeah. Yeah. I was on facing down like a teenage girl at her cell phone for 15 hours a day. Now I'm, now I'm just constantly staring at the damn screens. I hate it. Before. It's necessary, but fuck, I hate it. I'm surprised it took us this long to start talking about forward-facing We're center. not going to. That's why I'm going to bring this up. So there was one time on Tonka, and it was similar to that year, 2019 or 2020. <clears throat> I started figuring out uh, 
flipping on Tonka in certain flats, right? And there was this one theory I had. And it was um, where the old milfoil edge stops and starts, okay? And where hard spots are in a big weed flat. There's got to be target zones on a, on a giant flat that you can't see and that pe- most people won't find. But if you can stay and zigzag a coordinate, like grid pattern on a giant, giant, giant flat, you might be able to find some of these depressions or indentations or sweet spots that fish are relating to under the cover. So there were days in 2019 and 2020 where I would look at a flat and I'd say, I'm going to zigzag 20 feet apart, north and south, across this entire flat, and I'm going to flip one ounce tungsten until I get bit. And I'm just going to keep flipping and I'm just going to work slow and I'm going to zigzag an entire flat. Featureless flat that, that I've driven over for years. Because I used to live out there on uh, Wilshire Boulevard. I lived out on, do you remember what island Spring there? Park. Yeah, Spring yeah, Park. Yeah, I remember that. In that condo. <clears throat> yeah, that island out there. I don't remember what they call that. Phelps Island. Something like that, yeah. I'd zigzag, zigzag, zigzag. No electronics, nothing. All I would do is just, I'd get bit and I'd put a waypoint down. And I would continue zigzagging, and then later in the day, I'd come back and I'd zigzag zigzag that same flat, but I'd go the other direction, and I'd just this go back and forth. Because you had pretty good electronics. <clears throat> yeah, well, I wasn't using electronics to side scan or to for, you know, there's no forward facing that I was using. It was just oh. 2D sonar and figuring out how dense the weeds were or where the tops of the weeds stopped. But you had side imaging. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but I wasn't using the electronics to their fullest capability. I was just fishing, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very similar, similar to how some of these Tonka rats fish. They just throw the trolling motor down in the water. They just go fishing, right? I wanted to test this theory out. And it's amazing what you can find fish relating to in the weeds. On what you would swear is, I mean, there's no contour change. There's no nothing. There's just something there. And you could go there two days later and you could catch four, five, six fish could go hours later catch three four more but if you went 40 feet to the right or left or north or south or anywhere you wouldn't get bit and that's when i realized holy smokes i don't know dick about fishing i need to just fish way more and spend way more time on the water and that's when 2019 we really started to put a lot of time on the water mm-hmm. and Sleeping fish on the boat <clears throat> well and just fish things that are featureless look for subtleties irregularities 2016, it feels like when we slept on the boat the first time. Me and you? Yeah, for that whitefish deal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But as far as, like, both of us putting in time. Not lazy amount. But late. late. Yeah. It'd be, like, three days, but it would be, like, the three longest days you were so burnt out Be by the, the time the tournament was over. Yeah. Just needed some sleep. For sure. And I think about if those were multiple day events, we probably wouldn't have. I mean, I don't know. Would we have burnt out? It's possible. It's definitely possible. When you look at the opens and how you have three day events or even some of these bigger two day tournaments, it's like. It depends on how you approach it. I think we're getting better at realizing that there's so much more change that's happening. And when we yeah. pre-fish, we're not saying this is this is what it's going to be. Right, right. Because we've been lucky certain years where <laughs> it's like the day before the tournament, 
practice sucked up until 45 minutes before off limits. Mm-hmm. And we go, oh, that is the deal. <clears throat> and now we know what we're going to do tomorrow. Woman. Yep. Would be the example of that. 100%. Yep. Yep. Lots of cool things that year. But, like, you, so what's cool about you, I think, is he's one of the quickest learners I've ever seen. Like, he talks about, like, oh, everybody started earlier than him. Like, thank God we did. (laughs) Just saying. Like, very quick learner. And your tattoo artist. Uh Uh-huh. You're a rod builder, uh-huh. tournament angler, and yep. you're a father. Yeah, but like and a rancher, and a rancher, cowboy. We'll chalk it up, whatever you it's want. It's all the same thing. Oh, yeah. This is work. Half Cherokee and chalk. These boys. I wish everybody could have seen you boys on our horses a couple weeks ago for Friendsgiving. That was rowdy. Yeah, we had a couple of turkeys. We had a couple of stallions. A meal. Saved a few cowboys and rode a horse for sure. You did. Yeehaw. And I was like, watch this. Uh, JP, you can get this horse to do whatever you want. There's more buttons on a horse than you think, and you Dude. could really control it. Dude, like, I didn't what push are you no talking buttons. about? Your daughter pushed all of them. Like, she, <laughs> well, drove she the held horse. on to like, them. She, yeah. yeah. She made it start bucking, and my balls just started bouncing up and down. It's like, ah. Yeah. And then, I don't know how them people do it. To be a rodeo person? Mm-hmm. A barrel racer? You gotta I mean, be a crazy... I'd much rather ride a gotta be bull. Like... I'd much rather ride a bull than a bronc. For sure. You watch these guys get bucked off a, a horse. I don't want to ride none of that. Oh, thanks. Mm-mm. I'll take my airwave seats, thank you very much. <laughs> yes. Every time. Ever. As long as they're blown up. Yeah. yeah, that yeah. is a pro tip for the airway pedestals. <laughs> as long as you pull them up. I got the PSI. I got a question for both of you clowns. Yeah, what's up, brother? What's your What's your favorite memory fishing? It could be tournament or <clears throat> fun fishing because you two together because it goes way back. A oh, memory fishing t- together. Yep. Scariest one was that fog. Oh, that's. I remember that. I was story. telling Menzi about that on the podcast because he had a similar fog experience on Sturgeon Bay. Ugh. The fog rolled in and you couldn't see no more, and he was like long ways from home. Yeah, and it, yeah, that was borderline calling the Coast Guard Stevie. on that one. That was that one was dicey. <clears throat> but that was not best, be a not the memory. worst. <laughs> oh man, the yeah, that time we almost died. <laughs> God damn, it must be really brutal with me in the boat. No, no, it's good. It's good. Um, Jeez, the best one, though. There's so many. Was it the Malax? Let's try it. Well, it depends. There's been times where we're trying to catch a fish that either I broke off or... Let's be honest, I probably fucked it up. You guys, so later in the day, we go back to try and catch it. it up. And later in the day, we go back to try and catch it. And you're just so doubtful after the first 15 minutes, like this thing isn't going to bite again. It's a half hour. Yeah, like, of trying to catch it again. 
So one of my greatest moments, I'd say it's top five, is when Teal pulls out this custom medium light rod I built for him. This little, what, six, six, seven foot crappie rod. Oh, yeah. And he throws this little. It wasn't a hair jig. It was pre pre. The Cabela is like a flyabout from Cabela's. No, I I remember. Yeah, for like bluegills or like. No, it's like it's a beefier fly. You know, it's a meaty. It's a man fly. It's a man fly. It's a manly fly. You know, it's big beefy one. Big beefy. With a little split shot on it. Looking one. Up like two feet in front of it, or foot in front of it. Your dice. No, dude. Way way weird. Sorry. Way more weird looking than that. What are you doing? And when he hooked it, oh, I got it. Was he in his boxers or was you know? This is after I had him in his. <laughs> You're clothed. Right. I was clothed. This right. <laughs> but this it ended on the fall. This fish like made us feel absolutely stupid, and then it was like that thing just like it. It swam up like three or four feet for it. Oh. Got it. And. When we netted that fish, we knew it. it Shane Raveling heard us screaming and hugging each other on the front deck because he was in a similar happened. place of the lake, and we were bouncing up and down. This is after the freaking we lost huge that fish. storm rolled in. This is after we fucked. Yeah, we we lost that fish. Yeah. The five pounder. Mm-hmm. So that's your that's your best moment. That's that was our five. dagger. That was one of my top five moments with teal in the boat. There was another one. Similar, where I was laying out over a dock in a way. I was in the boat, but had my arms, and I was laying on my belly, so my rod was over the dock, because I hooked a fish casting over a dock. Sounds sus. And it went underneath, and I was holding, I I got down on my belly on the edge of the boat rail, and I'm holding my rod out as far out as I can so it's on the other side of the dock and the line's going under and around and Teal then I had to I, do a similar thing my toes were on the gunnel <laughs> I was laying on the dock with the net and I netted it on the other side of the dock I fought this fish and it jumped and it went right in the net I told him not to cast at it we couldn't catch it I, on I the other side of the dock it. that fish could see us dude like straight up as soon as we got on the other side of the dock it bit in one cast, like, yeah, yeah. That was probably again up there in my top five, top five moments. One of that moment. So I think my top five was that. Well, like on Tonka, that tournament we won, we were like rolling that day, like <sighs> we went to a this? spot that we were going to shit that didn't work in practice, NBC. but because the weather was different, we MNBN. like went there anyway, and we'd catch a big one, and then mm-hmm. Dane's like. I'd like, hey, let's go here. And Dane catches a big one on a crankbait. <laughs> big one. And then Dane's like, let's go here. And then he throws a fucking tube out and catches like a five and three quarter. Big fish of the tournament. It's the last one of the day. Dagger. We win that thing. I was like. <laughs> like, we were, ma- we were calling shots. Like, yeah. it was great. And just having a good time. And it great was, time. And Robbie we caught and them Joe saw us catch that dagger. Right in front of the ramp, like right in front of Wayne at the end of the day. Hooting and hollering. Hooting and hollering. And so we uh, caught big fish throughout the tournament on different baits that day. That's yeah, that was like everything clicked that Just day. The weather, like, yeah. The weather changed, everything. and we're like, this is what we need to be throwing Clouds right came here. out. We, we made the right adjustment. Yeah. Here's a question that probably hasn't been asked very many times, but 
I like women. Just so you know. Okay. So you don't need to ask me. No one's wearing a lot What's of a lo- I fish tournaments with partners and we get in arguments. We scream at each other, maybe not scream at each other, but we bark here and there. How, how do you guys how do you guys handle that when it get when it, you get down, you're not catching them, you have zero in the box, it's noon. Positivity. You're you're positivity. You're, you had a hook set or you were about to net one and it jumped off and you guys hate each other. Hey, how do you get one over rule that? in the boat? And that's positivity, okay? Like, boom, boom, I would boom, say, boom, 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 yeah, boom, boom, Grateful Dead, Althea. Do you play music? Boom, no, no but, I sing it. <laughs> no, but like, <laughs> like the biggest thing in tournament fishing that I think we at least we have this part figured out. It's like we do well at it. Staying positive no matter what. Mm-hmm. That's like, a huge deal. It's it's uh, the hardest thing to do. And big time. We're not perfect at it, but I would say, like, your job as a tournament angler when you're fishing as a team is to stay positive and pick the other person up yeah. when they're down. And their job is to do the same. And that is your only, like, that is the major job. And communicate and listen. Communicate and listen and pick the other person up and stay positive. For sure. I don't think there's much else to it. No. Besides putting in like an equal felt amount of effort or like both putting your heart and soul into it, you know? Yeah. This last tournament season was a huge test on our mental toughness. It's the best thing that ever happened to us. And yeah, it's hard to admit that because it hurt. It's we had a bad, we had a bad year. Team trail year. No, we had to. We had good champions tour year. Like we had. Okay, he, you had a better champs tour year than I did. You had some real good finishes. I never cracked that top five but, this year. But you know, when you get together and you're fishing water that we've been fishing for years, and we have some history, and things change, and you're, you know, you can get kind of. Lamadu was new for us this year. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, it was. But, kind of. but Pacagama, this would be a great example of how we pick each other up because dude, we had one fish in the box and there was 15 minutes of the tournament left. Yeah. That should not be, be a thing, right? Worst day we probably ever had on the water together. And, it and was... we were feeling about as good as we've ever felt going into the tournament. Yeah. Absolute meltdown. Like but we didn't even like lose them. We just. Do you remember that last fifteen one. minutes though? But that's what I mean. It's a testament to staying positive because we thought, okay, we've tried the suspended thing and we've done all this and we we had it. We had a lot of it figured out just during practice. One, we had a lot of really key thing. Yep. But that we don't need to talk about. But that's okay. Um, when it came down to the end. And we were still like, okay, it's like it's the first 15 minutes of the tournament, but, you know, we're going to go here. We're going to do this. The community hole that that was not open all day, like the first flight had to probably go way in so we could fish it for the last 15 minutes. And we went up there and busted them. Every cast at them for 10, until... D- dude, 
We could have stayed there and greased 20 plus pounds. I was on the troller motor. Dave's like, Teal, we got to go. Teal, Teal, we got to go. And I was like, grab the life jackets. I make another cast. He throws the life jacket up on the front deck. And he's like, Teal. I was like, I got one. He nets it. He's like, Teal, we got to go. I was like, start the motor. Next cast. Got Got one. one. Fuck. Another one. Yeah. Like. Fine, I'll grab my rod real quick. <laughs> he gets I one. got one. Yep. So then the, t- the, the, the motor's starting. <laughs> we're still netting fish. We don't know if we're going to make it back on time, but at this point, it's like, we got to do it. We got to swing. And I was like, okay, last cast. Pulled the trolling motor up, I think. Yep. And then I don't think we caught one, and then we had to go. But, yeah, that's why you don't quit. Correct. That's why you stay positive. Mm-hmm. No matter we what, a bunk fifteen pounds or whatever it was. But. but we caught a four and a three and a half at the end of the day. I think yeah. we caught enough fish t- to say okay. Yeah, shoot. I wish. I wonder if we would have done yeah that all day. Yeah. We wouldn't have oh. won. I know what we should have done all day, but I wonder if we if we had done that all day. I think we could have cashed a check. Oh, for sure. But we didn't want to cash a check. We wanted to be. I know. You know, we doing the thing. Cash check. Yep. Correct. Every tournament we swing for the fences. You know what I hate? Ah, you know it's. We're just gonna go up there and swing for the fences. How we had a terrible tournament. We're just gonna do something we didn't do all day. Or if it's a two-day tournament in nationals. Oh, we're just gonna go down swinging. You better be swinging every hour of the tournament, bud. Yeah. Like there ain't no like. Oh, we're just gonna send it. I'm sending it every minute. Or if it means staying on a spot for five hours because you know you're going to catch a five-pounder, I'm staying on that spot for five hours. Like, we know that. If that's how we're going to win. I'm not out there to cash a check. I'm I'm way too, like... He plays for keeps. Yeah, man, I'm way too much of a business guy to He's be like, for nah, dude, I'm taking the risk. This guy is for you. Like... Not a business guy as in like a financial advisor because no one would be in fishing if they were in financial planning. But Chapman? As an entrepreneur. <laughs> Chapman, that's a really good point. Why? I think, okay, I think <laughs> being a financial advisor, those guys are still risk takers. They're investors, you know? <clears throat> I think accountants is the people who definitely yeah. i don't know any accountants who fish if you're an accountant jetty bass beans. fish message the bass galaxy jetty beans. tonight or jetty? Yeah, but he fishes like a few times a year yeah like he's he's he ain't fishing the open to try and make money yeah he has like two fishing rods no which, offense jetty but which <laughs> after hearing all this stuff about the opens and money and like getting to the elites gal that does not seem all that appealing it's a gauntlet. I do not blame Noah Schultz for staying local, and I hope he stays local for a while. You do? Yep. I do too. But Don't sound so sad about <laughs> it. But at the same it's time. It's smart. For him, for sure. But at the same time, is it? I would way he has rather. It. He has it. He has but it. But it doesn't make sense for him. Because like, if you have a family and He's you're going to. He's better than most people fishing that. Hands down. That's but is, what I'm is he going to make more money being successful in the opens? 
maybe not the first year, but like, let's look at like, he has a potential to be a fighter. 100%. You know what I mean? 100%. Which is better than he's doing right now. I guess financially, I, don't know, I think. I don't know how. Attention, all Bastronauts. This podcast is supported by the Bass Galaxy's title sponsor, Waypoint Angler Supply, the Midwest's new landing pad for hardcore anglers just like you and me. If you're looking for the sneaky goods you can't find anywhere else, look no further. Waypoint Angler Supply has the largest offering of JDM tackle in the Midwest, and they are right here in Minnesota on Lake Minnetonka. This is truly a place every bass fisherman in Minnesota needs to visit because we finally have a tackle shop in the state that's as dreamy as the ones you find down south. And the staff at Waypoint Angler Supply understands the various needs of us anglers, which is why you'll find the selection there so enticing. Ross and the folks at Waypoint Angler Supply are passionate about carrying the right stuff, providing an authentic customer experience, and they listen to the anglers. And it doesn't end at JDM baits. They stock all the top U.S. brands, as well as local Minnesota brands like the Selka Fishing and Customs, Arsenal Fishing, Bait Lab Custom Swim Baits, All Terrain Tackle, Bagley Northland, Outcast Tackle, and more. So stop into their store on Lake Minnetonka or visit their website, waypointanglersupply.com. That's waypointanglersupply.com. Use the code GALAXY20 to save 20% on your next tackle binge. Most tournament anglers and guides are not covered fully or properly. Most insurance policies don't cover exposure due to tournaments and guiding. Taking the chance of using the wrong insurance gives the insurance company an out when settling a claim. How will the insurance company know that you're fishing tournaments or guiding? Well, social media is their number one resource. And guess what? They use it. Lake Country Insurance offers one of the only products that can cover both tournament and guiding use in your vessel. Anglers don't seem to hesitate spending fifty dollars to $100,000 for a boat. Why risk that large asset? All because you wanted to save a few extra shekels. Are you nuts? Call the folks at Lake Country Insurance today and make sure you have the proper coverage for your boat before the unexpected happens. Call 612-285-3113 today or visit their website, lcisagency.com. That's lcisagency.com. Those guys are doing financially. I'd still only think that a Fighters got small, AOI. A small, Fighters but a, got AOI. But a small percentage of those elite series anglers are really making Correct. Okay, but, okay money. But he could be a fighter. could be... He could be the guy, uh, one of those guys who does make money. Would his entire family have to follow him around the country and uproot their lives? Half of it's marketing yourself Oof. nowadays. Because I, could... I, I guess it's up to him. You know, at the <sighs> end of the day, whatever. Like I support him. Whatever Noah thinks is best is, you know, whatever. I man. selfishly want to compete against him for as many years as possible. I, I think he makes all of us better, so I don't mind for competing sure. against him either. 
that's my only angle is I'd rather fish against the best and hope that they don't leave. So I don't have the opportunity to fish against that caliber of angler. That's my only angle on it. Does he want to fish the elites? Do you know that? Oh, if he could, I'm sh- I'm sure It'll at some point Thursday, he will. I'll let you know. <clears throat> there you go. There's a lot of guys. I shouldn't say there's a lot, lot of good guys. anglers, dude. A lot of good anglers. Oh, there are so many great fishermen in Minnesota. It's awesome. Yeah. You have to pee? Yeah, I got to Okay, we'll take this. a quick pee break. Little kids love tattoos. My kids want me to bring home tattoo stencils dude, all the time. Tat- yeah, dude. When we were kids, like, they give out my- tattoos. They just give them out. For sure. So we were like, yeah, tattoos. I one time yeah, had I'll a dad. I one time had a father-son duo come into my studio. Tattoo. Kid could have been 11. What? And the dad was in a wheelchair, and he says, hey, man, can you tattoo him? And I looked in the room, and I'm like, excuse me? He goes, yeah, you want to tattoo my son? I'll give you 100 bucks." 100 bucks. It's like, your son? He's like, 10. No, I'm not tattooing your son. I can't tattoo anyone in Minnesota under the age of 18. What really? makes you think I can tattoo your son? No. no. Even that parental- guy's probably served a nom, man. Like... That guy risked his life, dude, for this country. The guy did he not served serve non- pro- Dude, he's in a wheelchair. Did you ask him? Like, No, I didn't. So I didn't. The, so the youngest you've tattooed is 18, is what you're saying. For sure. I would lose my license so quick. Pretty sure fine, punishable, like, for doing something like that, it's like $10,000 fine or a year in jail. You can kiss the harbor tattoo statue goodbye. If I did that for sure. Oh, yeah. When are you getting a neck tattoo? That's... My wife said I just couldn't get one before the wedding, so that was. Why is the tattoo age ago? 18? In Minnesota? Why is that? Because it's it... ridiculous to get one under the age of 18. You think so? Yeah. As a tattoo artist? For sure. Even if your parents are like, yeah, sure. It's ridiculous for certain people to get tattoos in places like the hand if they have no tattoos. Now, now let's talk about a minor who's deciding to put a tattoo somewhere, but doesn't know anything about himself. Yeah, they don't. Half know who the they kids, are yet. half the kids nowadays, don't even know if they're a boy or girl. That's a responsible tattoo artist, right there. <laughs> yeah, and you know where I lean on that topic. Yeah, I don't. I'm debating whether we should poke the bear on that one. I'm I'm pro American, like pro freedom, pro like freedom of choice to talk and say what you want. You start pushing that on my kids, though. What the? I'm gonna get. I'll get heated. The freedom to point trans. (sighs) You know, freedom to point zero, freedom to point trans. Too much freedom. Are you saying freedom has a limit? I'm saying you can decide what you want to do. Just don't be teaching that shit to everybody. Yeah. That's not okay. Yeah. In my opinion. Only teach it to certain people. No, you don't need to teach that to anybody until they're adults. Then you can talk to people about it. But you start talking to elementary students about that. mm -mm. So you think that's cool in college? No. Well, they're adults. I know, but I don't think it's cool. Yeah. You've got some post-secondary mixed in there. You're right. Yeah. Didn't think about that. I think so much has changed well, in our I communities. One of them post secondary individuals. <laughs> Here's a cool thing about the Harbor Tattoo Studio. Pro tattooing firefighters, police, 
um, those who serve, those who are giving back to the community and doing a service for our country. Dude. And a lot of people in my industry are not pro like first responders. They're like so. That's what ag- I was gonna ask. Like, oh, dude, I am a I am a r- very rare breed. Really, my studio and the guy I tattoo with, Justin, we're definitely outsiders when it comes to the tattoo industry. Hmm. Because I'll go there to drink whiskey sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that studio is, we're very open and I love having people that come in that have different points of view and disagree with certain ways of thinking because it's great. It's a great way to communicate about, um, like just plain Jane, your point of view without someone barking at you because I like understanding why people think the way they do. And I have strong opinions about certain things, but they love being able to see my point of view and then me not get mad at them. A, I'm tattooing them, so... You're not I don't to want to piss them, them off and they don't want to piss me off. So it's a very safe environment to say, hey, I'm a teacher and we don't have regulations on what books we read our kids. Now, some states have lists of books that you can choose from to read. But in Minnesota, like we can read what we want to. We can read what we want to to the children and how we want to. And there are you know people that don't like that and like that. And I'm what do you mean? You can just read whatever you want to like, please tell me more about that. And we can sit and have a good conversation about what they think is right and wrong. And it's, it's wild because so many people have very specific instances where their life has changed or a governor has implemented something that hurt their, um, resources to teach. Let's say those who have special needs or those who are talking about, Tim Walz and the government shutdowns of 2020 and 2021. Not specifically, no. There, okay. there are certain <laughs> people who have run politically that I would vote for, but maybe have done things that hurt teachers in different environments. And that's why they are anti that person who's running for office. And I thought, holy shit, that makes perfect sense why you disagree with me. I'm glad we talked about it. Now tell me more about other instances and as i tattoo people you kind of get this good feeling and i get a well-rounded idea of what the community is involved in from a plastic surgeon to someone who's coming back from iraq to someone who is a firefighter to someone who is a elementary school teacher or a plumber or self-employed or works for hcmc and is a nurse or doctor Dude, yeah, he's the like put on titties. man. No, or, dude. No? So I tattoo a, a plastic surgeon who can take your femur and take a part of it and reconstruct your jaw and use an artery and connect it to your heart and provide blood sources to your face to get a bone to graft into a different part of your body and use medical leeches and use all these different things to reconstruct a face and... Dude, he this can... guy's putting dicks on chicks for sure. <laughs> no, he's not. No, he's not. I asked him. He's I don't not. know how he's not, yeah. dude. But he does, you like, know, mastectomies. And... Like, this guy could do anything, man. I yeah. guarantee. Yeah. He's fucking taping some dicks on, dude. And he drives, sure. like, a 2017 Silverado LT. Hell yeah. And he comes into the studio, and he sits and talks with me like a normal Joe Schmo. But he has the biggest house on Crystal Bay. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, and you would never know it. Me. And he's yeah. the most humbling. A lot of those people are that way. Dude, it's so cool. Yeah. I see so many different people in there. And then they're like, you sell rods too? What are you doing? 
And then someone will come in and be like, Hey man, I got these three rods. Can you repair these guides on them? And yo, can you build me this custom whatever? Sure. As I'm tattooing somebody. The life of D. It's wild. Life of D. Every day is an adventure. <laughs> and now it's mobile. Oh Let's, Let's go. So John Figgy getting traveling. tattooed on the road. Let's go. Buckle up, Figgy. <laughs> Are you going to bring that trailer when? Hey, oh, yeah. So we're going to podcast probably during Champions Tour this year. Oh, so yeah. we should say. get the tattoo thing oh, going. Yeah. Dude, how sick would it be if you won? <clears throat> like to get like the lake map tattooed or something with like day of the first place check like and after you win like that's like a thing you know would get. have a sleeve free if you are every hardcore, winner you know christian <laughs> brethren yes but some people it it's like they're yeah. like brown i'm on like my body's like, a I'm temple. christian but i'm amish when it comes to tattoos you know what i mean does Cole have any tattoos? You got any tats, Cole? No. What's the deal? Hey, that's cool, man. No, no judging. No bread. judging. You need to ink me up oh. on a lake. I'm, oh, can't do that, dude. How much ink Why? are we gonna bring out the ice house? Because the state says I can't. Yeah. We we are Mama gonna podcast don't know, don't hurt her. Just what Mama don't know. Nah, I just got to make sure I follow the rules. We're gonna. D. I'm 18 plus. <laughs> I know you're 18. What are you like, 30? One. Are you really? Yeah. God. I know. You're getting old, bud. Too old. Having fun, though. Here's the deal with what? phones in this podcast they're ridiculously distracting. For sure. Right. Look at you guys, clowns. It's like going out to Applebee's. What? Easy live A scope. Kids. What? Being all you're, sneaky. You're barking. Sneaky. The producer would like to speak with you, Aaron Teal. Boss wants me. Boss wants to talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Not again. Know what I'm excited for? What? All right. No, no. Vosalka fishing changes this year. Yeah. So I'm super stoked about changes. it. Changes. Changes. What kind of changes? More rods. More, more opportunity. More availability, more hands-on feel, demoing out rods before you buy them type of opportunities. Coming out with more models that are labeled specifically for certain approaches. Rods designed by pro staff. Rods that are out there just in numbers, more so. And being available on the road. What made you get into rod building? This is what yeah, you, you're getting on to like yeah. year three, yeah. four, ten, eleven of rod building. Yeah, really. Been doing this since before. Oh, long fuck yeah, time, dude. But he's a quick learner, as I mentioned. No. So you can equate yeah. it to like fifty or sixty yeah. years experience. Yes. Okay. Yeah. My bad. So DH, I I actually used to tie guides on ice rods for him back in the day. Yeah. Yep. But I didn't know. So I used to tie rods for him back in the day. And then when I moved back up to Duluth in 2014, 15, somewhere in there, I moved back up to Duluth. During our prime? Yeah, yeah I don't remember if no, you were still was, up there or not. This, he, yeah. 
I can't remember what year that was, but he didn't want me building rods up there and bringing them back and like shipping them back and forth, which is totally understandable. So I kind of started doing my own thing, but I wanted to focus Did on you open fi- water. Didn't rods. you find a like a ta- a <clears throat> random northern tackle shop or something that you were doing something for? Not rod related. No, not I'm rod related. Minnows for walleye fishing for marine <laughs> general. Shout out shark. Sharku <laughs> Kashida. Yeah, back in college, anyway. Shark, he was Pretty the man. I actually days. missed. I missed Shark. I, I learned a lot. <laughs> I learned a lot from Shark, actually. Yeah, no, I remember that. In the nitro, dude, we used to go all Grand Lake. He changed my life. He started throwing a jigger on and caught like a five and a half pounder, and it blew my mind. And all of a sudden, I was like, I don't know anything about fishing, and I need to hang out with you more. And that's where that bass club really started Char- lighting cool a fuse. Dude. That's when bombs started going off in my mind. Grand and realized Lake was fire before it Come froze out there. Yeah. Yep. But All so right, then I started building rods and I wanted to build rods that were higher quality that I could kind of fine tune and figure out like what it is that I can do to give myself the best tools for the job. Because I'm not one that's really like, I don't want it to look pretty and fancy and colorful and weaves and I don't want to do all this stuff. It's a tool. But I want Teal to be able to tell me, hey, man, I want to find the right blank for this application. I need it to have the right weight, the right action, the right balance. Can you do it? It's between this brand and this brand model. Can we find it? Yep. So let's dig through it and problem solve and find a way that we can make it happen. When I started building these rods, it was like, oh, I'm going to compete with all these custom rod builders and build 10,000 ice rods. No, I want to build bass models. And I'm competing against brands that have already been around the block for a long time and are established. But see, I want to be more personal than just this big brand that has the most badass stuff. Right. I want to be able to be personal to you and the tournament anglers and fishermen in Minnesota first and build from there a reputation that handles warranty problems or handles being able to exchange a rod for something that's a little stiffer or softer or... I want to support locals independently and build up the community around us without having to go too terribly wild into mass production. Like that's not my goal. My goal isn't to make millions selling rods to the entire country. Hmm. I'd rather make less rods and make more make lifetime millions. <laughs> someday maybe. And that's why I really started building. And then I started building for myself, and it started out by doing onesie twosies for he, she, and whomever. And now it's just taken off. It could be my fault. I could just stop tattooing and just build rods. Yeah, you have like builders now. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Brandon Downs, you're actually, I'm pretty sure he's your number one listener to the podcast. Great, dude. Is learning how Brandon to Downs. build these suckers, and he's working his way up to building open water rods so we can really start making inventory for people instead of hiring people out of the country to send these things back to me. Let's have attention to detail and hand built reputable models for those that got to be an art art to it can be. Oh my gosh. Yeah, for sure. It's not easy. Like, so I like tying hair, right? Oh yeah. And like with hair, there's layers to it. So you can fuck up. Until the last part of it. So you only have to really make one really good, like, nice-looking wrap. 
at the end, so to speak, at the end. Versus rods, it's like not like that. Not like that. It's all very fine tuned. Yeah. And granted, hair jigs are fine tuned, but it's it's more so just like keeping the hair even around and like you know prepping it right, whatnot. But like, I I'm a type B type personality. You're a lot more mathematical. Like rod building is very fine-tuned but you're also an artist so that's i think what's beautiful about you being a rod builder it's almost like you were destined to do it sure. because you you are an artist and you make beautiful things yep. but yet you're a very calculated human being and that is what is required for being a rod builder the guide yep. spacing yep. the measurement of the handle yeah you know all of those things combined yep. and put together yeah is what makes you a true artesian when it comes to rod building. Well, and I feel like it gives you an optimal experience because you're I can getting... speak firsthand. Sure. For sure. And I appreciate that. Cause it, you can only get so many rods out into so many hands and until people start giving you feedback and the fine tuning, the things that they want done, do you really understand what people like as a mass, right? It's really hard to make 50 rods that everybody loves this rod for this application. But if I can reduce like human error and make, know things lighter or crisper or more balanced or spaced correctly i can appeal to more people and the product just feels that much better when you use it where where can people buy your rods waypoint angler supply for sure yeah that's one spot it's How one mile website? down the road from my tattoo studio these guys all get one tattooed spot. by me and we all have like minds, and we're so you have a set up yourself up with a soca, <laughs> stop down to this tattoo studio. So you get can literally, you can literally <laughs> go get tattooed. <laughs> and and get a, yeah, yeah. And you got a selection. Yeah, you can go there and custom build them. You can go there and buy what's in inventory. You can come to my studio and ask questions, and then go back because I, honestly, I, I I've walked to their store from my store back and forth. It's it's not even a mile. It's point nine miles. It's a decent walk, but you're an ambitious soul. Yeah. But okay, so being like a custom rod builder, mm-hmm. you've learned a sh- you're you've learned a thing or two mm-hmm. over the years. And years. I build on a lot of different blanks. What's the biggest thing you've learned <clears throat> as a rod builder? Like no blanks the a, same. About a rod? Yes, compared to like okay, most Joe Schmoes out there are going to go up and they're going to buy a mass produced rod, okay? Sure. So, being a custom builder what have you learned about the difference between a mass-produced rod and a custom rod, and why should more people consider like a custom rod? This is, to sure. me, a true pinnacle question. I felt it firsthand. Well, can we let's back up a second? Let's decipher the difference between a custom rod and then just a brand of rods, right? Because Volselka Fishing and Customs, yes, you can buy a rod and have it customized. Right. But does my line of, let's say, hair rods, is that a custom rod? Well, I don't know. It's not customized anymore. It's now just a known make and model, but well, you can, built. but you can customize it. Yes. But every other rod in this world is hand built by somebody overseas. So is that custom? Same process as you. I would assume it's very similar. I a lot would, of them use power wrappers and other things, but I they're built. They're not built by machines. AI robots. No. Or- <clears throat> nope. Young kids overseas are building them. Uh, little guys. <laughs> little yep. tykes. Or, you know, men Two and women. An hour. Men and women that can Slaves. time for way cheaper than I could pay. 
You can either get your stuff from slaves or you can get your it's stuff from Mr. Bisoka. I don't know if I buy that. <laughs> it's how it's done. I mean, hey, some of it, yeah. Look at the guide wraps on a mass-produced rod Dane. that is mass-produced by people Dane. that don't have a passion for fishing. Dane, yes. them, them blood rods. <laughs> them blood rods. <laughs> them slave rods. Mining graphite. That's what they jungle. are. That's what they Major are. Major difference number one. Slaves and blood. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we okay. Ap- we employ well, uh, employ. Where do you buy your Americans? threads? No, okay. Like, sure. where is this wood from? No, <laughs> the, but seriously, dude. <laughs> hey, yeah. Who wants to buy? Do you want to buy your shit from slaves, dude? Like, if you know, as we're twi- as we're on our phones, I'm from... just saying every phone is built by slaves. Like, you don't have a non-slave choice when it comes to phones. Like, it's either. You get to choose between this slave or this slave. Like when you choose a phone, <laughs> you're you not wrong. Rod, I hate to say it, but you're, you're, not cho- you're not wrong. It's not funny, but when no. you choose a rod, you could choose between a slave or Dane. Well, that's a bit bene- extreme. Like when you choose a slave, Depen- it depends if his when you choose a slave, you're not benefiting night. the slave. You're benefiting the slave owner. It depends right? on if, if you're choosing Dane. You're benefiting Dane. Well, hold on. And his builders. Time out. It's different. His builders. What if his builders is Grayson and he said the F word at dinner and he's downstairs You're wrenching not, out. You don't have slaves, right? My son's not a slave, nor does he build rods. Um, he doesn't own slaves. Okay. I'm just clearing the table. <sighs> Buy a custom rod from Dane. You're, that's a slave-free rod. That's I know Danny, I know Danny Seabiscuit wrenches. Don't be buying the blood rods. She's boss. She wrenches them out She's, probably more than you. She ties a lot more guys right on. No, oh, dude, I she ties she's a lot. Good, dude. <laughs> the first time you met her, she was building rods. Oh, uh, yeah, that was, that was right. <laughs> that's funny. That's a good story. That is a great story. Dude. But that's <laughs> that's buying a rod built from a good, hard-working American from the American heartland. When you buy a Vasilka fishing and custom, is what I'm trying to say. Now, when we're buying a phone, we have we're choosing between a slave or a slave. When you're choosing a rod, you could choose between a slave or you could choose between Mr. I think Vasilka. what he's trying to say is, is I should start building phones now, too. No. Because I might no, sell no. more of them, Cole. Actually, actually, <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Maybe you do. Okay, let's go. Okay, can you imagine how many bleeding heart virtue signaling folks out there would buy a non-slave phone if you told them that it was an option? You should sell horse rides for, yeah, for dude, all I horse, know. Horse rides. Wow. You do the hay wagon thing for like you guys should do a pumpkin patch. I used to put like a love seat. The pumpkin patch things, the pumpkin patches. I used to put a love seat the in rides. the bucket of the skid loader and give build a hockey rink houses. in that in that horse barn that you got. My wife's at home tilling up the arena right now. She does not want me to flood it with water. That sucks, but we should still build the hockey rink. But like the family sacrifice nowadays is real. How That's many hours do you about. work a day? There we go. Right now. How hard does we're getting this on the record? Women and children. In case your wife ever is like, says you're like, like it's coming down on you. We're gonna like snip at this Mm. of like and document. Is this like a YouTube reel? Document the hours that you work. Short. This is for this is for you, Danny. This is how hard your husband works. Go ahead, Dane. Well, I I wake up at five and I go to work. Five a.m. Okay, so you wake up at five. Actually, I don't anymore. I used to. 
What time do you? Okay. Now so I get up at like. It seems like you're always working every time I talk to you. So that's, well, that's why because I I'm the usually I'm usually tattooing. Just got done shoveling shit. Yeah. I shoveled no. some shit. No. Then I tattooed for like six hours. Then I built like six hours worth of rods, and then I shoveled some more shit stuff. No, I'm usually tattooing from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. And then when I get home, we do a family dinner. We hang out for two or three hours. Do you cook dinner? Sometimes. Mm. I'd say 50-50. Solid 50-50. Look at that. That's that's. I good. love cooking. That's, my wife bought me a Traeger for my birthday, that, and I you? did not want to be a Traeger you'll fan. Love uh, <laughs> you'll love to see that, folks. <laughs> I love to cook, man. You'll love to see it. Yeah, you know you are a good cook. We throw a football in the arena. We we goof around when it's summer. We hockey rink. No hockey rink. <laughs> there will be one, but not in the barn, bro. Dude, my neighbors have a full size hockey rink in their backyard. I don't care about your neighbors. Why do you I have a one? legit arena? Dude, you're a good cook, but you're a savage. This guy taught me how to cook eggs in a microwave. That's because I was a. homeless. Okay. <laughs> B, what the <laughs> fuck did you cook me this year in that trailer? Mm-mm. What the fuck was it, dude? What was it? Gray ribs. He cooked me ribs on... <clears throat> a pan. In a pan. Don't ever do it. Pan-cooked ribs. Beef. Well, I mean, a lot, of, a lot of beef is made on a like, cast iron pan or a skillet, but I like tried slow cooking ribs on a pan. Mind, hold on, mind you, worst, mind you, mind you, worst, dude. Tell me, uh. tell me about the Blackstone breakfasts and burgers. Those were really good at Battle Hogs, dude. Mm. Dude, yeah, but we were on the road in and Grand we were, Rapids, we were. and we were eating really like good. smash burgers and. Oh, dude, the bacon and the bagels and the butter on the Blackstone in the horse trailer. I can smell them now. I would just go back to where the horses are in the back part of the trailer and open up all the windows and fire up the Blackstone on a mm. table. Yeah, we bummed mm. that hotel. Electricity? Electricity. No, no, no. We had a generator. Oh, no. Yeah, we generated We had a generator one. the whole time. <laughs> that was our first time with the generator. But we slept in a horse trailer, bro. We did that twice this year. Sucked both times. Fuck that trailer, dude. I'm, I'm ready for the new. Sh- I'm ready for <laughs> he the wants new shack. the. He wants the glacier ice yeah, house. Yeah, dude. That. Sorry, Danny, but. Are you ready to reel in your next home purchase or refinance? Supreme Lending's dream team can help guide you through the entire mortgage process, from pre-qualification to closing. They have a wide variety of home loan programs in their tackle box, including down payment assistance and first-time homebuyer options. Just ask me. I trusted Aaron Dagus, a bass fisherman just like you and me, and Supreme Lending's Dream Team to help finance my first home. Contact Aaron Dagus and the Dream Team today by scanning the QR code or giving them a call at 763 763- Three two six zero six seven seven. That's seven six three three two six zero six seven seven. Did I catch a seven in there? Or visit their website, AaronDagus.SupremeLending.com. That's A A R O N D A E G E S dot SupremeLending.com. I don't know. That trailer is built for racing. Beats the Iowa hotel that we stayed in that one time 
Remember that? Hey, are we fishing that derb? Which one was that? that me, you. I think it was Waldo. Waldo? Yeah, yeah. I the, think we shared the a cockroach bit. motel, yeah, like yeah, heat yeah. of COVID, Gross. twenty bucks a night. It was heat of COVID. That's why it was twenty bucks a night. It was they, nobody. They was paid going us nowhere. to stay there. Gross, I'm pretty dude. sure they paid us to stay there. <laughs> they basically paid us to stay there, and we <laughs> fucked them up that weekend, dude. Oh, we did. Mm. Mm-hmm. Huzzah! We did. Every cast. We've had some epic out-of-state nice. fishing experiences. In South Dakota, us three had an epic experience similar to that. Yeah, on uh, on a um, lake. Yeah, on a lake. <laughs> <laughs> on a lake we do not have speak of. And Wait, me? Oh, Remember? yeah, yeah, yeah. Spring. We couldn't find him. We couldn't yeah, find him. Yeah. We couldn't find him. And all of a sudden, we pulled bank, onto the right Huzzah! That was where we that got bank up on that. was where Chapman and I and Garfield. Got our Easter fucking lunch. Justin, that Justin, same bank. Really? Yes. Yeah. How do you think oh, yeah. I knew to go there? Yeah. Justin, we fucking did, catch, did same deal. Did you catch him there? Fuck. Way dumb. better than we got him. Justin Schneider. <laughs> like way better. <laughs> we got him. No way. Dude. Yeah. Justin Schneider talked to me about that bank. Dude, Why? so good. Dude, dude but we found that bank. Shit. Yeah. It's real good. Remember, we couldn't fine fish and then all of a sudden Dude, i just hopped on a towing motor and i pulled up like just randomly well, we scanned that bank. bank we scanned that we bank. weren't casting at anything no there's rock there some, that's a good bank some no, there's, rock. Rock. there's rock yeah there's rock on that and then jerk jerk yeah it's a good jerk bait bank garfield kept jerk bait in sand all day fucked him off oh, it was good, so good much dude. fun dude god we had so much fun those days, I live for those days. Let's do it again, dude. Do you know how many times we've been in a boat where we're just like, God, you know, like we catch 30 fish, but we're like, yeah, today is just like, meh. You know, it's just meh. And then you get on that school where the three of us are on the front and we are all one casting them for two hours. That's the beauty of free spawn. It is that. Light switch, dude. So or let fall. me ask Spot. you this: respawn is a light switch, so it's our fault. I want to try more. I always told you the day of me, you, and Wolf out on Lake X when we were, you couldn't not catch a, a bass. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I told you I was like, this is gonna on ruin. Mars, f- yeah. yeah, this is gonna ruin fishing for me, dude. Like every cast, I think I caught a, I caught a bass on that lake for twenty six casts. In a row. And the only reason I didn't catch a 27th was because my blade bait fouled up. Reeled my blade bait in on my 28th cast. I caught another fucking four-pounder, dude. That lake's... Yeah. It's not even that good no more. It is. Well, maybe because you keep fishing it. What? Maybe because you guys keep fishing it and you You... keep fist-fucking them. No, it's because we took you there. <laughs> no, I, I I've had, been there one time. I had the worst fall of all time. I had such a hit or miss fall this year. You it's, had a good fall. I did. I did. You I did. had a good fall. No six P's, dude. It's okay. December what? And we're going fishing tomorrow, probably. Maybe. Probably. I, if I'm going, are you gone? Well, I built all these rods for Alex Wolf to come by and pick up. Well, Fuck why Alex. don't we take them to him? Fuck Alex. How about Wolf. we take them to him? We're going to fucking... I'm just kidding. We're not going there. <laughs> Pretty much. Well, we have to go back to my place then. 
Because that's where they are. <laughs> My, the, the this rods guy says, thinks he's a planner. Yeah. You're a planner. I'm just kidding. Just not, not for... I didn't have blueprints to build this, I guess. I just kind of... This was fucking Teal money. doesn't have blueprints for tomorrow. We're still... We'll start. We have four hours to try to catch a smallmouth, and then we're going to catch walleyes. We'll catch you a walleye, too. Make her happy. A Walter? Yeah. I'm going to bust out some of those freaking smeltinators. I'm going to rip face. I like it. I got cardboard box full of them over there. I can't wait to fucking send them. I got some basilicas that you Dude, can switch sure the real handle over for you. <laughs> I left a little rose butt in there for you. You asked me what the difference between a mass-produced rod and a custom was due to its consistency, and that's it. That's it. It's consistency. Not materials? I would argue that it's a tapered stick that bends, and you could catch a fish on anything like that. The difference is consistency. And... If you had a bad experience or you broke it or you want to trade it in or you want to flip it around or do something different to it, you can't go to these companies and just say, hey, man, the, I, butt, the butt on your handle is a bit short for What me. makes the difference? I actually think you missed a point there, Mr. Vosalka, in your last fucking summary <laughs> of what makes it different between the custom and the mass produced. Well, like, what makes it for from like a $400 rod what to a did, did, $100 rod? Here is what I think oh, the sure. difference is. Well, no. like There what? is no mass produced blank that makes a good headache rod that is eight feet long. Yes, a. yes, a, hey, hey. <coughs> Exhibit A. <laughs> New. <laughs> Specialty. New. Specialty sure. to me for is sure. the difference. And we're going to hone in on specialty. The two broad that I have yes. with that blank, yes. these specialty blanks yes. that you have coming in, yes. that I have dibs on two of those blanks. From Mr. Loomis. Himself? Yep. Custom specialty blanks to me is also the difference that you get in the custom market versus the mash produced market. <laughs> Mr. Pinkerton. <laughs> uh, excuse me, Mr. Teal. What's the difference between... You and a mallard with a cold. One's a shick duck, and I don't remember the rest, but your mother's a whore. <laughs> your mother was a llama, and your father was a donkey. <laughs> oh, that poor guy hitting women. Danced Not in okay. your mother's panties last night. Today. <laughs> oh, sometimes a woman needs to over slap on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe he said that, man. Oh, oh shit. yeah, that was a long time ago. But eesh, you can't do that, man. There hasn't. Well, we were talking about this. I think with Stout and Hauk, like there's no good comedies no more. Really? When's the last good comedy you've seen? Man, I'm looking at one right now. <laughs> like a movie, dude. Like a movie. Oh, jeez, I don't. They're know. on strike, no, still. dude. I don't. I don't watch I movies. No Sorry, I don't watch movies. I, I don't watch they're TV. They're on strike. That's uh, why we're not seeing shit. That was a Hollywood. I don't fucking know, oh, dude. I don't. We don't have internet at home. I don't even have cable or. Shut up. Like, he like hotspots. Shut up. I don't have internet. You don't have internet, Charles. Zero. He's got a whole arena 
to hold a fucking horse race, but no Mm-mm. internet. No internet, no cable TV, no nothing. If they want to watch stuff, oh, I have to hotspot it, remember? Ma- Mama says, Anna the owner because they got all them teeth, but no toothbrush. What well, internet? Mr. Vasilka's <laughs> owner because he's got all that horse arena, no, no internet. A few, a few weeks ago, I was playing, playing video games with Grayson and yes. in the ice yeah. house, and we were coming up with a plan to get internet and i didn't know that's why he wanted internet so bad i'm like don't worry i'll talk to dane i got you get a hot spot out I'll here work it mobile you thing. gotta do you gotta bring AT&T. the garbage out you gotta do the dishes yeah. you gotta yeah. quit talking shit yeah. to your sister dude yeah. you gotta talk to budweiser like hey film the commercial here with the clydesdales <laughs> bringing my son internet on christmas like the clydesdales like <laughs> delivering that shit like he just wanted to play live Call of Duty and Grand Theft Yeah, he just wanted to kill people. You know he's eight. Dude, you know. Stardom, yeah. You gave him Red Dead Redemption, and he is eight. Yes. Actually, I didn't give him Red Dead. Tell me about good parenting. I did not give him Red Dead Redemption. He's eight. Dude, he was killing people on Red Dead Redemption. All he wanted to do was kill. And I was like, I can't watch you anymore. First opportunity to show me that he could play a game where he could be like a good guy and rope horses and like kill oh, coyotes and stuff. Oh, he showed me. Oh, oh, yeah. And what did I? And he I said, showed Buddy, me. You're too young to play this. Was he killing in front of you? Oh, him too? he was whacking and stacking, baby. God dang it! <laughs> no, but I was telling him to. Like I, 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 <laughs> I mean, I like whack that guy. He's fucking shit. Hit him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to teach him like values and work hard and be yeah, behind your no, back. Hey, he's killing hey, motherfuckers, like, hey. dude. <laughs> no, hey, I did have a one. I had a one. I had a moment though, dude, with Grayson. I said, Grayson, what are you asking for for Christmas? You know, Santa. What's what are you asking? He's like, I want a girlfriend. And dude, I was like, oh fuck. <laughs> and that just hit me. Like, it's like fuck. He's eight. He's eight, dude. <sighs> Dude, he'll be nine in January, so it's right around the corner. Oh, I'm dealing got, with his older sister right now. She, he's got a brave future. Yeah. She is I gotta imagine in high school. Handful. She is awesome. She is the best daughter. She seems fucking good at riding she horses. I don't very, know very, very, very good. I love all that, but she seems like she knows what the fuck she's doing. But see, like as parents, we're just not parents that sit back and say, hey, you know what? You've done, you've done enough. Like, you don't have to work hard. You know, like she's so good where it's like, okay, we keep pushing her. Staying out of trouble. Yeah. I mean, we'll see what happens when she gets her license in a year. What grade? What grade is she in? Freshman. Oh, yeah. So she, how far she's taking the horses now? Like, she doesn't have her driver's license. Yeah. But she's pretty good at like horseback Uh, rides. So, like, oh, there's a boy. Oh, Clayton down the fucking road. There's a boy. Oh, at the dairy farm she works at down the road. That's super cute, I guess. And Mm -hmm. I do not like it. You don't like him or I don't like it. I don't like what? that she's going she's to work. 15. No, she's fourteen. And what were you doing at that he, age? How old's this right. motherfucker? Exactly my point. I don't Let know how live. old he is. She he has a license. She's gonna live like and it. learn, brother. She's fourteen. <laughs> Bro. She's you're, fourteen. You're doing cr- way crazier shit at fourteen. I can almost put my but life that's savings a daughter. on that. That's a different. Just looking at you. Yeah, that's his point. You're doing way crazier shit at fourteen, and you were. But look at how he turned great. out. But look at how he turned out. That's how he was made. I don't want no girl seeing me at fourteen. Actually, I was a good that's kid a at fourteen. Life experience. I'm a good dude. Yeah, but 
she's meeting up with this dude and this is the crazy thing is she has a job at 14 so I'm like, guy. so I'm like yeah this is awesome this is great great way for you to learn how to make money but then there's a boy <laughs> incentive Cal, she needs dang incentive it. how old is this guy how am I supposed to fish with that in the how back of my head motherfucker I don't know. But you it's know how 15, you know how 16? smart she is, though. At the end he of the day, he can drive. He can drive. He takes the four wheeler down to work, typically. <laughs> trying to save that gas money, you know, because he knows if he ride that whip up my driveway, he ain't gonna leave. Stop, dude. <laughs> I say you. Dude. Hey, hey. I feel like being that she's fourteen, like that means that you need to be like you should be in on the interview process. You know what I mean? Yeah, she said I can't create like a interview. Or any kind of application, um, it's it's inappropriate and unacceptable in her terms. As far as like interviewing or having boyfriends I said apply. I a lot of shit at fourteen too, but I didn't boyfriends get to make the apply? rules. So I was fourteen. In my house, they do. What? I'm kidding, JP. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't know. Ask Noah Schultz. Maybe I could learn a lot more from Noah than is let on. Like, hey man, let her make mistakes. He's, he just had a Let kid that her got make married. Mistakes. Like maybe I could learn something from him. <clears throat> who else has kids that are old enough like that? In the, any he's older than me. Team trails though. Who, who else has kids? A lot of people, dude. Most people that are old enough to drive. Oh, like or get married. Typically, they're that old. <laughs> the kids, what? like the. The team trail or champions tour anglers, do they have kids old enough to marry or? Oh, the older people like Paul Newman, but he's not an angler. Just give me a minute. Think about it. Like how many anglers have kids? How many anglers have kids in Minnesota? Like this on the trails that we fish. Joel Willard? No. No. Sam Sobey? No. Barton Hayden? No. Daggis? No. I see what you're saying. Shuda? Shoot up, Dude, no kids. No, Keith Tuma. No, I don't know. She's going to be eighteen this year. Uh, well, so there's one. She yeah, doesn't kids. have kids. Andy though. Walls. She doesn't. No, but Andy Walls has a has a girl. Yeah, she's 15. Nipper. I just Nipper. met. I just fished with Nipper kid. last week. He's got okay. a kid. So we got like four. But Dude, I don't know why that. I give so much respect to kids or to to bros. Fisherman father. What I'm trying Dude. to say is, there's no one I can bounce you know ideas many... off. Who do I talk to for Kale, advice? We're sitting here. Just... Talk to me, man. <laughs> Dude, you got. I'm right here. I'm right here, man. How many kids? What? How many horses do you got to deal with? And a wife. Dude. And then just... this clown. Yeah, I, just you... <laughs> I, I just need to ask him. I just need to ask Teal. I'm right here. I don't know. Dude, that's wild. There's this. There's no one to talk to about it. No one gets it. You'll get it someday. I can't wait till you have a 14-year-old daughter, JP. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I gotta take another piss. You guys keep talking. I'll be right back. None of them like fishing. Huh? None of them really truly like fishing. Your which kids? is totally fine. <clears throat> yeah. I wish. I wish so, Grayson, Grayson liked fishing more. He likes it, but. He just wants to go out and like piss, stomp on some bluegills, and then thirty minutes later, later call it good. I can remember at his age, all I wanted to do was like, 
please take me out for like two hours, please. Like I'll stay out all day. I won't complain. I, I promise. I never left. And I, I didn't go. like go fishing and whale on them before that. I just wanted to be out there. Dude, I would go all day. I would be like pissed if we would have to go in for lunch break, like on our right? camping trips. I would be like, but see, can like, we pack a lunch? <laughs> I mean, we just had that though, right? Like you can't push that on anybody. It has to be super natural. Like you have to be so fixated on it. It is a fixation. You, you're, it's like an obsession. I it And I was thinking about this the other day. This is a weird one. Like, okay. You know how, like, our we have souls? Oh, yeah. Oh, here we okay. go. So, like, when you die and you go to the pearly gates and they bring you to the light and then you come back and you your memory is erased and you're in, reincarnated maybe, right? Okay. Maybe that's a thing. Right. Okay. <laughs> like Cole's over there like that's not how it works in a past well no one fucking knows so if you want to say you fucking know be my guest you're yeah, god then that's true okay yeah. if somebody wants to come here and play god that's fine but i'm not saying i know for a fact but like w- let's say we were and we were in a past life let's get a piss break <laughs> we lost him we lost JP. we lost him but you were in a past life okay Obviously, there's something that draws you to a certain thing, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like we're naturally like drawn hardcore to like fishing for sure. So it's like maybe we were in a different galaxy in a past life or like a different, you know, era of time, you know. And it's like I always wonder what the fuck I was. I could get down you with know, that. What the fuck I've been? All right, I can accept in that. a past life if I wasn't one. I'm not saying I know the answers or that I was, but I was drawn to fishing at a young age. I say that. So were you. And that's unique. This topic of conversation would be a super in-depth two hour long conversation we could have if we could do it while tattooing you on a podcast. And then super like dive in deep. But you don't really want to get into that right now. Well, that could be a four hour long conversation about I wasn't really trying to get into like four hours of it. I was just trying to be like, you know, you've I made up some what, pretty good. I wonder what I've, you've made up some really I've been man. No, the points you've made one time we were coming back from a wedding or something. We were in my mom's living room. At one point we were talking about, uh, hell, like eternal. Oh yeah. Con- condemn like, yeah. Like oh. weird stuff. Oh, you went in deep. Like, so a state of consciousness of regret and being stuck there and the feeling of just not being able to loop. Yeah. The loop. And my mom, who is like diehard Lutheran Christian, was just totally into your idea. It's not a negative or positive idea. It's a matter of like looking at things from a different perspective that I think I think a lot of people are. I don't know. I think a lot of people think that it has to be spelled out a certain way. And I think it's okay to not know. For sure. Like, I think that's the beauty. Is like, it's okay to say, I don't know. Like, yeah. go ask a, uh, a father, or, you know. For and sure. And they will probably not say the words, I don't know. And that's what frustrated me about it, you know. But anyway. That's all I have to say about that. Is there oh, anything boy. else you're frustrated about? <laughs> Get it off your chest. Right now. <clears throat> yeah. 
I am. I, As a matter of fact, I the do. The treble hooks were in the package when I caught that fish on that top water, and I didn't have that's to sharpen them. I, nope, I didn't that's have not to sharpen. What I was going with. That's not where I was going with it. <laughs> the popper on Big Sandy. I, he was buttoned for like two minutes, and he spit it, it out by the boat. That's, that's not my fault. I'm, that's that's long over that. He brings it up every year. Change drugs. I'm not day. bringing it up tonight. You brought it up. Um, <laughs> I love it. Not bringing look. it up tonight. You brought it up, okay? Oh, oh shit. Uh, I did. No, but here's what I, I am frustrated it. about is Uh-oh. smallmouth that don't Dude, bite. Fuck, fuck smallmouth. Oh, I'm lately. No. This fall. Like, I can see him down there. Pile of them. Hmm. Everywhere. Hmm. You got him to bite all fucking fall. What are you crying about? Dude, I got like two or three to bite the other day. And do you know how many we looked at? It is almost Christmas. It is almost. You're looking at walleye. The fuck I am. You're looking at walleye. Yeah, but walleye. I'm not dumber than walleye would bite. Can I challenge you to something? Anything right now? Let's go. I feel like you're so fixed on a blade bait and certain baits. Like, (laughs) what if you just uh, vertical jig? Tried it. A what? To make eat them. A smeltinator. They didn't do the smeltinator. They didn't. But what if you were doing like little ripping wraps? Like I think little... a little buggy deal. No, use a use a um the, the Mars deal. Was no use a jigging wrap, bro. Like use what people use through the ice for these fish and vertical jig them, just like rice fish. We don't. In the I've never caught a smallmouth through the ice <laughs> on a ripping wrap or jigging wrap. Really? Or jigger wrap. Mm-mm. You should try it. Well, when have you done that? On Big Sand up in uh, North Home area. I don't buy it. Picture or it did not happen. I don't have my phone at the table. We're in a podcast. Well, it's on Facebook. I got the baits in the fucking mouth. It's a pink UV ripping wrap. And the jigging wrap would be awesome. Oh, Wisconsin? What is it? A crib? Crib? No, you plucking it? I told you. Sand Lake. Sand Lake. (laughs) North of Winnebagosh. Winnebagoshish? Yeah. Lake Winnebagosh. Yeah, it's actually a phenomenal lake. We should totally call it there. Lake Winnebagoshish. And know what else would be really cool is that fucking flapping bait. What is that thing? Yeah, I know. I know what you're talking about. Use that. I mean, why can't we go down there and click? Click, 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 clack them with ice rods over yeah. the side. Like, just like we would through the ice. When when we click, went. Click, clack them. No, I know what, what he's talking called? about. What are those things called? V-Max. Flyers? It's a, a V. Hyperglide? Hyperglide, yep. Yeah. Uh, when we when we cut smallmouth through the ice, it was on micro. Yeah, microplastics. Micro. Pan fish. You use this fish when you shakes. open water fish for them? No, that's why we should. But oh, so when you go to grab those things tomorrow, in no, winter they're like immobile. They're sitting there. They're sitting they there. On that little tongue they don't not move that far. That so let me ask you this: Why do you think the fishing out there right now is any different than like if there was six inches of ice? That's what I'm uh, saying. Bro. Weeks and weeks and weeks of them like finding Maki. finding their little mud spot. <clears throat> rock. I, I think, know where that is. It's right. There's a rock to mud transition <laughs> right where we were, bro. I caught the bass right on it. No, I'm just saying, to Dane's point, like, I know where they are. Why don't they bite? They bite? Like, they're not right on the rock. 
spot like for sure where, where you right. think they're they're, they're right next on to the rock they're spot. right next to it yeah. on on the mud so vertical jig them like yeah you would. but it's it's not like some of them are aggressive and aggressive in the winter is meaning old, none of them a lot different than aggressive in the summer totally i'd say would you not say yes you were you were blindballing it with no vexlar no, no vexy i caught he I, caught he was whacking them yeah. No, no live, no nothing. Everyone I was straight out there. bareback in it. Straight <laughs> yeah, desert bareback. Indian in that shit. <laughs> what were you guys using? Dude, I was I was using Low. Cherokee Indian and pink plastic and about a like eighth ounce tungsten little jig, little panfish jig. What were you doing out there with like a? Six, I I just dropped to foot, the bottom. Six foot medium light with your twenty five hundred Shimano. No, just I like, just I, I was like, everybody else had their scopes <laughs> and their Vexlars, and I was just like, give me that little. Barebacked it, dude. Oh, he caught more dropped it. majority. Well, I caught as much as anybody else, <laughs> I think. Besides Hayden, I feel like caught the most, maybe. But dropped to the bottom. It's tungsten. You feel it when it hits the bottom. Reel it up a little bit. I mean, we're in nine feet of water, so and shake it a bunch, and then just hold it. Dunk. Got him. I don't know. And you've done this in the boat. No, no, this I is was in the boat. I know, but yes, that's the, what, we did this through the ice last like February, or January, or whenever it was now. legal. But no, hold on. To your point, like so you need to grab that shit tonight. We used to go tomorrow. I know that, but like on Lake, let's say our Lake four years ago. You know what Lake I'm talking about? Yeah, you could you could drop down a blade bait or a tube or a fucking smelting whatever in december and you could catch a two and a half three pounder if there was one down there you could do that if it was open water but we just never were out this late mm, i think we were not maybe not this late but no, like not december this, it doesn't late november it doesn't matter what time we, of year we catch six like, pounders on blade baits but in dude, like late november we would be out there and our line like would be end freezing. of november End of November. Yeah, and I just think maybe there's a bit more of a photo period or a length of time the water has been cold that changes their attitude from, like, the fall bite. Now it's, like, it's not really that. It's I'll say this. It's not really that. It's the pressure of the angler, dude. For sure. Like, 100% with live, especially nowadays. I think, I think it's gotten tougher in the fall, but, like, the lake was 39 when we were there. <clears throat> The other weekend, water temps were 39 on my Lowrance. 38. 38.1. They were 37 last time. And it felt like it was like... No go. <laughs> it's god-awful. So You're really selling it I for do tomorrow. feel like... Yeah, right. <laughs> I feel like we need to go walleye banging. And it rained all day. <clears throat> when have so. you ever wanted to go walleye fishing? I've never heard that out of you. He just wants to catch a fish. Man. I want I to know. catch one just on go to December. Monticello. I want to catch a, a lake bass in December, like this late, like Christmas. Like fucking you late. caught one last, wasn't it last weekend with Nip? You were there. Yeah, I, you guys caught him. I didn't catch any. Trevor, you I've, were there. I've, <laughs> Smokes? <laughs> Dude, I haven't caught a smallmouth in two months. Oh, I got some yeah. beef with smallmouth right now. That's why I we just need think, to go tomorrow. Why don't we just drive to somewhere that's good? Like, why don't we just go down to... Oh, Hayden oh. was whacking him today. He was oh, sending yeah, me for snaps. a day? For a weekend. 
Oh, yeah. What's the well, difference? Right, we for, can't do that like, tomorrow, then. I know. Like, we go up to Red Lake for two, three days. Why can't we just you say go Red? to like, Did you say tomorrow? Red Lake? You will never go back there again. But I'm saying, as ice fishermen, we, oh. we would go up there. Why don't we just I go south? Tell that story? No, 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 I don't. But I was. I thought you were. Ta- we were talking about open water. I'm like, are you... I don't know what you're talking I'm about. referring to where we can Sorry. go somewhere and drive five, six hours in a direction for a weekend of ice fishing. Why don't we just go, like, to Iowa? Let's go catfishing on the chain. Oh. Relax. Yeah, yeah we could go to Boji. Could you imagine if we could put the ice house on the cat hole? But it's a little sketch. You got a double hub, it don't you? It just rained two inches. Yeah. What's the difference? We could. Yeah, nothing. TV. I got another hub. <laughs> we got another. Oh, like a pizza? Shower? I don't know. What are you... We're two <laughs> miles from my house and Austin's house. Yeah, but we could be fishing the whole time. Oh, shut up. Let's go to Ozarks. Yeah, I have connections. Texas, Texas, Texas. Okay, time out. This is what I'm thinking about. Texas. Sea biscuit. God bless. Next, uh, next bail racing <clears throat> event down there in. Do you trailer your big outboard? Then you need the My Wedge motor support. My Wedge keeps even the heaviest motors safe and secure on the trailer. And talk about easy. Up with the motor, on with the My Wedge, back down, ready to roll. And my wedge is built to last. It won't rot, it won't split, it won't fail. Guaranteed. Pop on my wedge centering clips for lateral stability and you're good to go. My wedge. Security in a snap. To order yours, go to mywedge.com. Texas. Texas. She do, does she do the racing in Texas? Oh, yeah. shit, yeah. Mm-hmm. She brings the when? horses, we bring yep. the fucking oh. pile. Except for I'm going down. Bless Texas. Mark Raveling's got a place on there. We should yeah. just go fish with him. Yeah, down in cartel country. That's great. I, I shout Raveling. out Mark Raveling. I'm sure yeah. he's a, a absolute legend. But you have a traveling pod tattoo, Teal and JP living studio, oh, Gypsy, yeah. Gypsy pod. Pure Gypsy. Tra- it's a Gypsy trailer. Well, it, it certainly can Hi-ya. become. One. Teal can Hell slang yeah. some ads out of there. I can edit some shit. And you I can, can tattoo. tattoo. Cole can whip up a pod. Dude, I'll have a train I mean, stand before 2024. Danny can. Sounds like a hell of a week. Mark my words, Jesus dude. Christ. But see, we could do that all up here, too. Like, I mean, we can. Yeah. In the summer. We we're going to. I'm talking now in December. In No, we're going to in Classic. In winter. Remember when we went we're to going Florida? To the Classic in March. How ballsy was that? Dude, that I'm was going a great back. Trip. I'm going back. Oh, I've been, th- I've been down there for the four invite. times. Thanks for the invite. Bringing my wife. Thanks. Just me and her. For the invite. Oh. Me and my wife are yeah. going to Florida. You're going to post some pictures of you and your wife, huh? You no, care? but but I guarantee I you the. Uh, the uh, uh, I saw the, your wine. The toll trip. patrol will be taking pictures of his license plate <laughs> when he doesn't pay his toll around the Florida Turnpike. Yep. Every in year, Florida. every year, every they time me. they if get you drive in Florida, you wouldn't know because I drove. I but like, God damn it, PJ, you I've got to pay the toll. You can't drive through it. Me, no, twenty-four dude. bucks, twenty. PJ, not JP. Oh, I feel like PJ I was still driving have a my truck in Florida. Half these clowns you, you call me pay PJ. That. I don't even. They, I, don't, I don't. I don't even know where it is. I should probably take. Never mind. <laughs> you probably have a warrant out for your arrest in Florida. <laughs> We're going to be down there. We're going to make nationals again. We're going to go down there and be like, uh, excuse me, Mr. Teal, you're disqualified. 
<laughs> wait, dude. Wait. Time out. Let me just That's get totally this straight. That's totally what it's going to be, too. You haven't look paid, at that smile. You haven't paid your tickets In from years. your tolls. No, Florida ones I did. Um, Hey, JP. Sure. There's it's plenty like, of states from Florida. To yeah, yeah. I know. Illinois. Those you Tennessee. pay as you go. Florida is different. You don't stop to pay in Florida. You get whacked? You, you get shit in the mouth. can stop to pay. Where? Sh- they have turnoffs, and they have the three or four lanes on the side, and if you have a pass, you can just pass it. But if you don't have a pass, they take a picture of your license plate and bill you. I thought But you have to turn it. off. Yeah. Because you guys are not paying attention, just driving through the shit, going, derp, derp, derp. Yeah. Where are you guys? Well, we, we were paid following our your ass. I wasn't sure, yeah. driving. That's why I had to pay the ticket. Oh. 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 Perks of following him, right? Hey, dumb and dumber. I probably or liar, liar. a little bit. So I'm probably, I probably have. Liar, liar. Yeah, remember when he's like, I have unpaid parking tickets. <laughs> oh, yeah. and he hits it. It's just a glove box full of unpaid parking tickets. That's you in Florida. It Dumbass. was me. <laughs> that was the best. I swear tra- to God, we're gonna have the best team trail, and then we're gonna have the best time down there at nationals, and we're gonna get DQ'd because he didn't pay his tickets. I want to know the number I called and figure out if I do have unpaid. Just Google it. Nah, pay tickets. Florida tickets, nah, and all fine. of a sudden, doop, it'll pop up. Enter really? license plate number. Doop. Till you have ten outstanding unpaid. You're fine. Tolls. You're fine. Totaling hundreds of dollars. I feel like, like in Florida, like that's nothing because I haven't killed anyone yet. Like, you know what I mean? Or eight. Like in Florida, they're like, there's enough killers like that. The heat's off me. You know what I mean? <laughs> like the heat's on them. The heat's on like Dude, Florida's the guy old. who killed his fucking wife oh. Thank and you. sister. No, I'm talking about this. Yeah, place the we guy stayed. who killed his wife of the place we stayed at. We're fine. I was the only one. We there. stayed at a murderer's house. Yeah. That I, time. Yep. And you think I was worried about tolls? I, obviously not. We rented from a murderer. The only reason that happened, dude. Why that really happened. The only reason why we were all at peace is because I was packing. That's it. Thank God. Teal, you ran like uh I remember that. Yeah. At the dinner table. Sit down, sit down, sit down. I got it. Yeah, dude. He loaded up his pistol, and I was like, what the fuck <laughs> is going on? Where did you pull that out of, Dane? Oh, shit. So, Damn. you know, put the mattresses up against the windows. Damn. Fucking went, you know, just like training. Damn ditches. Why don't you guys ever come over and shoot at my place? Like... Why don't you come over to my house? Yeah, Dan? yeah, what? Yeah, because where the fuck am I gonna shoot? We an were AR just in your over. House? Uh, we You're shoot ARs at, at my. I've got six gophers You're with just an AR. At your what house. are you talking about? You have an AR? No, but my boys do. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's got a twenty-two. He's been. Do you have twenty-two? I got seven <laughs> squirrels. Yeah, dude. Seven guys, squirrels and six gophers. His kill counts at seven. You guys should just come over and shoot the fox squirrels. Shoot the dude, shotguns. Shoot ski. I gotta let dude, you, does I that not let you shoot my weapon? Yeah, the Keltec. You've never shot it. Yes, he has at my house. I haven't. Dude, at my house. Shoot it? I've shot it at his house, and Cole and I took it out to the range in really? Painesville. And we, yeah. Dude. I got a red dot sight for that motherfucker, dude. It's a, I can't miss. I can't miss, <laughs> Dane. 
Watch out, everybody. Aaron Teal's a stone cold killer. Does that not scare from the From 50 horses? feet or less, you're that's, fucked. That's fucking terrifying. No, the horses love it. The guns? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> what? Speaking of the yeah, mic, they, they, love, they love it. I backed up because I had to, you know. Say it to my face. It's, I feel inappropriate doing that in the mic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the COVID? <laughs> oh, let's get political again here, shall we? The no. How about we all mask up? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I think I'm going to wear a mask like six times. <clears throat> the only time oh. I wear a mask is on fucking Halloween. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I remember on the plane when we had to wear masks on the plane. Dude, I I told them ladies in, on the... Were you in Arizona when we got kicked out of the wild game? What? No. You got kicked out of a wild game for not wearing a mask in it Arizona? Was, yeah, it was like me, Jut, Seth, all those fucking clowns. Jut was not wearing a mask. I mean... He was with the crew, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I remember on the plane, I would, like. Hold the beer up to your mouth no, the entire I would time. take my mask and put it, like, down and sleep. Because, like, I felt like they weren't going to wake me up for it, you know. Or, like, I couldn't hear them when they told me to put it back on. That happened to my sister and I, too, when we were on our flight. But then they woke me up, and I was like kept waking me up like put your mask on sir fine that was wild you know what i did you know what i did i just every time they came by i just started eating peanuts everybody said who said that we were a bitch for like not breathing as good under those masks tell me who could breathe as good under those motherfuckers could you breathe as good you ask me? No, absolutely not. Yeah. Could you? I never wore one. Sorry. <laughs> but when you did? I didn't. Ever? No. Nope. I got once. got kicked out of the hospital twice. I made it into... I actually got kicked out of Menards. <laughs> Shit happens, bro. <laughs> Dude, I said, eh, fuck off. Shit happens, bro. I don't, this isn't real life. It is. <clears throat> You got kicked out of Menards, bro. I had a $2,500 cart full of shit. And they, they said, said, fuck your cart. You ain't not coming through this line unless you put a mask on. And I said, you can put my stuff away. And I walked out. Oh, dude, you should have tipped it over. and I, It was too heavy. It, it was too heavy. <laughs> Just kicked it or something. I was like, okay, really? Because every one Fucking of your clones. sales associates that I talked to today doesn't have one on. And fuck they didn't you, tell me I needed one fuck on. Fuck you. Fuck you. You're fuck cool. You. You're cool. Fuck you. Fuck you. Listen, you can I'm totally out. wear one. This is, comes back to the whole topic before. You can wear one, and I'm not going to tell you you have to take it off. Don't tell me what to do. You can believe what you want. Just don't tell me. Well, are you boosted? <laughs> fuck <laughs> no. He's <laughs> the best galaxy brought to you by Pfizer. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit. How much did they pay him to say that on this podcast, Cole? Oh, oh damn. I'm canceled. Get me out of here. When you're done, we powder our asses with baby powder from Johnson & Johnson. Oh, we do not use them. It keeps the round rubber in your frogs. Extra lucid, <laughs> extra lively. Where do you post this podcast? Is it on all platforms? Because I don't want you to... No, we post it on the Lube Tube. If anything, he's going to get more listeners. Lube Tube, Rotify. What's the word? 
Ratify. De- demoted. Yeah, fucking. Or Apple Podcasts. Fuck them all. What, are they, what, what is that called? What is that called? Rumble. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Rumble Where they like these the Rumble they like monetize, take but you, you don't monetize. They like your take shit. you down and block your shit. Cancel culture. <laughs> Straight up canceled. Are no, we're over that. Boss. Are you referring to the big Bud Light is censorship? Back. That's why we'd stay just small enough in the Bass <laughs> Galaxy to fly under the radar of the CIA, FBI, and other NSA cancel culture agents. I wouldn't say that Waypoint Angler is a very small part of the podcast you know like they make us pretty big make yeah, you but, very big I, I but they're not they're not secret intel they they have their own relationship with the aliens it's different than like cia or fbi like they're I heard, in their own they're I, in their own deal and like we're <laughs> in with them i heard so, like it's not the same uh, thing i don't know i yeah. heard i heard gaff rounds are russian spy <laughs> okay hillary clinton I'm kidding. I'm jesus kidding. Fucking, <laughs> I'll I'll defend that motherfucker. Okay. Well, shut up, Hillary Clinton. He is he's a real. I don't care what they're doing over what there. Do Whatever they're doing is right. Are you I, just because I they have contact with here. the planet of Naboo does not mean you should ever censor that that tackle shop, dude. This guy's got it figured out. One hundred percent. And they they've been doing a good job with your rods. They've got For like sure. awesome stuff. Like. Talk about that. Like, there's Bro, not what's a up. sweet shop by your... Sh- like, there hasn't been a sweet shop on Tonka in forever. The one thing I love about Ever. it is I can send people from the tattoo studio over there that just are weekend anglers, and they come back to the tattoo studio and tell me how great of an experience they've had. Yeah. I got this, I got this, I got this, and they took care of me, and it was awesome. I will forever be a loyal customer just based on that. Uh, sold. You spend ten minutes sold. with Jay Carlson. It's like you can't have that experience <clears throat> Not, with Ross. Them guys, dude. It's been really cool. Yep. It's been really cool because I can send people that want to come in and support me, and I already have stuff that's done over there. So go over there, and then they say how they were helped out with the reel and the line and the lures and this and that. I don't know, man. It's just more than your, like, it's more than your EDM selection. It's more than just your. Like high end tackle, it's more than that. Dude, it's I an experience. It. It's an experience. sneaky shit, bro. Yeah. Like, it is, but I'm not that super high tech tackle no, guru. Not. But I love going there because I watch you go. I watch you go Japanese there one time. Stop it, dude. It's like it's I go in there juicy. and I like. Well, it's like that little. Nugget. As fishermen, we like to fine tune something, right? We've got a little deal figured out on this one lake at this one time of year where the fish kind of do this kind of deal. And we're like, God, if I could just do have something that did this just right. It just looks a little. That's what that shop is like. Yeah. Perfect. for. You can fine tune. You can mm -hmm. fine tune. Yep. If you're a great angler, like it's got that stuff you can fine tune. If you're an angler, just like. Who wants to have fun out on the water? They have like some just fun ass lures to throw yeah. that yes. absolutely yes. get bit, dude. And multi species. Yes. <clears throat> yes. I'm so glad that you met them and that all worked out. Dude, they're great dudes. And like, honestly, yeah, I'm passionate about that because I remember going down south and seeing all the stuff, all we these awesome tackle get. shops. And I'm like, why the hell isn't there anything like yep. this in Minnesota? And juice, 
juice. <laughs> yeah, dude. So I've been trying to get them to do some mobile shop stuff. What do you mean? They already deliver it to any landing on Tonka. Yeah, or but could like you imagine? Could you imagine? Own, no, dude, could you imagine if they Alien had a trailer? Technology. If they had a trailer with like all the juice in the trailer, where you could just when you get off at the end of the night, they had a trailer where you could just walk into it. And it's just, all online now, though, like kind of thing for the most part, unless it was at it, the tournament. But I want it. Yes, that's what I'm saying. I want so it you're now. saying you want your own waypoint department in your trailer could you imagine oh well yeah don't we all yo bro i got one um, in this garage kind of all the shit pre-tournament meeting you have a 24 foot trailer and all their bait like good stuff selection is right here could you imagine that i think they should have just grab just grab some just grab some if they have events like demo days i i mean that's a stretch but like bassmaster classic viewing or some crazy shit like that That'll that'll drive people down from my neck of the woods yeah. for sure. Where you can get a group where, of like-minded, well, yeah. Where I can come see, spot. I can come see you clowns that I haven't seen in a while, and but like, it's the winter, and we can oh, bullshit about in the juice. Yeah, and could you imagine then, like they had kind of a theater set up with TV, and everyone can hang out, and there's coolers, and we made food and did a whole thing. What is this? Let's see what I got. Low key. <clears throat> is this from JP or uh, Jet? Nope. Jet. Jet said they were. Out. Jet went to Japan. Said they were out <clears throat> in Japan. Wait. Jet, Jet went to Japan. He flew to Japan to buy him. Yeah. Jet scent. brought me. So Jet brought me the the sauce. But I, I got <clears throat> that shit imported. No, JP. Did you see what Jet actually no, bought him in Japan? Yeah. When he came over from Friendsgiving, when he came over to Friendsgiving, that was the first thing he handed me and said, look what I bought, Teal. I'm like, you flew to Japan and you brought this back from Japan. Jut, you're selfish. Selfish. And you didn't buy me any? Yeah. You buy you shit? Yeah, yeah. Of course you should. Did anyone else ask him to? I mean. No, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I mean. We've known he's going to Japan for a while. I didn't know he was there when he was there. I knew he was going, but I didn't know he was going then. I told him a while ago when he first told me he was going, I was like, I need you to do something for me. Okay? Before you go to Japan, I need you to text me because I have a list for you. I have a list. Can you believe that Teal was thinking about fishing at that moment? A hundred percent. He was thinking nothing but. <laughs> Wait, Japan? Like um, all these? Hold on now. Like, synapses started firing in his brain. Like, uh, I love sushi, but I was not thinking about that, bro. In a way, you were. Mm, I no. was not thinking about anime. I was not thinking about sushi. Nothing. He's thinking about Jet needs to find some sensei in some village. That has some secret concoction. I need that some of that young, rare Japanese <clears throat> smelling stuff that you can't get. <laughs> what? <laughs> what are we gonna do? Blame it on me. It's I didn't not... think about that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think about that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> oh hey. 
different. That's a different country. This is me Look telling the rules. The world that Who, I, hey. I'm using this stuff. No, time and out. Fun time out. Fishing. No, no. Only. Let me take a time out. Let me take a time out. Who's I don't it? understand the issue. Who's the TD? Taku used it over here. No. In Who, a national tournament. Who's the TD? TD? Tournament director. If Taku can do it over here in a national tournament, I'm doing it. Well, if you're gonna let well, him no, do it, I'll don't do just it. don't just do it. And That's in a bass event. And they're strict. No, they I'm can't just even saying, throw an a rig in those, dude. I, I'm just saying, don't just slap your balls on the table. You gotta go. Have, yeah, I mean, Chapman couldn't use a fucking reach snorkel. Balls, yeah, dude. Chapman had to use a snorkel. He, so and maybe. he's still battling that whole argument. So what? No, he's not. I'm. That's, uh, fair and that's a joke. Okay, <clears throat> but like, you gotta. Yeah, I know. That's the stuff Jeff brought me. That's the juicy juice of the juiciest. The juice is juice of the juice is juice, yeah. <laughs> Und ja. Drink or smear enough ice, have a little bar fighter, do some do some. Yeah. Get yourself some of that. Some liquid bass. Oh, yeah, get you, yeah. Some liquid bass, yeah. Oh, man. You know, and that's what keeps our day on the boat alive is all of a sudden he'll say some sh- <laughs> random shit like that. Trust me. I and don't. I forget that we're even fishing. <clears throat> he just starts talking like a German out of nowhere. <laughs> oh yeah. I see. And, and it's so funny. I can put that back. Extra schnitzel. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Eins, zwei, drei, wir uns. Und one more. Dude, it's, it's seriously... It's the best. You know what the best day is, actually? The moment you leave work and you hop in your truck and you're driving your boat and you know you're about to be gone for five days, four of which are pre-fishing and one's a tournament day, and you know that the whole time I just get to listen to Teal's German accent. What a year. I think we should do the last the last portion of this podcast. Yeah. In ladies' man format. Oh jeez. For the ladies and gentlemen back home for what the who wasn't aware of who the ladies' man impression really means, I'd like to tell you that Mr. Voselka <laughs> is here to tell you as well what this really means. What it comes down to, baby, is a <laughs> glass of Carvassier. As a savant myself of the ladies, I'd just like to say a couple of things. Those sweet, fine female brown baths just... <laughs> Don't don't interrupt. Please don't interrupt this fine message from Miss Voselka. I'm sorry. You just gotta remember one thing, baby. (laughs) At the end of the night, you need to caress your fine lover. You need to hold her hand. You need to be by the bonfire. You need to whisper her sweet nothings into her ear. And do it in the butt. Jesus Christ. This is Aaron Teal saying, was I don't not know about that, that butt stuff. And but the, I'll tell you this much. If you live in Minnesota right oh. now, you better have two spinning reels with two Veselka fishing and customs paired up with them. 
you will get yourself some fine ass <laughs> ten pound to twelve pound. All right, all right, all right, all right. You have never mind. seen the ladies' man. Then have you, you get some. Hold on, I'm not finished. I fish with this I'm not clown all the time. Are you talking? No, about? I'm saying. Then have you, you tie that Mr. Alberto or have you actually seen not to it? whatever floor carbon that you desire. The movie. Then you tie your <laughs> your Minnesota special, whatever the fuck it is, to that thing. <laughs> As long as it's a Vaselka rod, you need two spinning poles in Minnesota, and you need two baitcasters, and you need four Vaselkas. <laughs> <laughs> what a clown. So this year. Yeah. What are you guys going to try and learn and get better at? Looking at the schedule that you guys got coming up, whether that's personal as far as classic bass or together as a team trail whoop dee do we actually had a pretty serious conversation <laughs> about this the other week we looked at each other and we said no matter what happens we are not going to take life too seriously because life is too short to be taking it too seriously and working too hard <laughs> except Dane works really hard <laughs> but <laughs> You know what I'm saying. And we had a serious conversation about that the other week. What he meant to say is, uh, we're going to work on a bit more crankbait fishing this year. Not live? We literally <coughs> never talked about Not that. Yeah, we did. We, we did a, today. We needed to focus on live. <laughs> we Aaron, literally did before this podcast. Aaron, you need to go out and focus on live and learn that shit. Uh, that's, what do you yeah. think I've been doing the last four months? There's a we got a live one. Target acquired. No man, I think looking at the schedule, I think there's so many fun things that can be had with a bunch of hard plastics. Yeah, bunch looking of balsa. at the schedule for this season, it really looks really heavy leaning on the full face and sonar. <laughs> I think the live scopers are really gonna have a nice advantage this year. And they talked to the Anglers Council about banning that shit. And we said, fuck no. We said, we going to live scope with them boys, even though they, they might be better than us. We going to try. <laughs> should we, we have the do our Should thing. we have the discussion? We going to go live scope with them boys. What's your thoughts on it? I, I'm curious. <clears throat> we don't need to fucking drag this on now, for hours. I like it. I just want a quick. I like it. Let's just. Let's I like just, it now. You, you got a minute to say yay or nay on yay. the old fucking. Yeah, go for it. For long term. Uh, yeah, you shouldn't have twenty units on your boat, but <clears throat> okay. So, so that's your take. Like you get one live. You get. This one, brings yeah. up a good point sure. about the live. Sure. That I wanted I to bring up with you, Dane. Yeah. He did something this year on leech. Shh. All right. All right. All right. Shh. You re- you watched the slapper one when I talked to Slapper about the. There was also a guy who fished Champlain who uh-huh. did a thing yep. with the thing. Yep. Who? Yep. That's a thing, dude. Yep. You figured that thing out. Crazy, isn't it? Yeah. He calls me. He calls me one afternoon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like. I was like, "Hey, bud, I think I got something. You should track try this." And he's you, like, "You called this call?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, he called me. Right. Weird. <clears throat> and you During answered. Practice. <laughs> Yeah, of course. <laughs> Never I, I, on the I, first I, I, time. I, I, Never I'm on the kidding. No, he called I'm me back. He called me back. I called him back. <laughs> yeah. 
But yeah, no, he was. It's oh, cool shit. I'll tell you what. And there's I didn't, something the best I, I didn't put it all together till <sighs> later, like later in the so, year, like so, a couple, so, like a month ago. So he told you, and then you were like, oh, "I couldn't shit. do the same thing." I couldn't do what no, he but was doing. Pat Slapper knows a couple of people that are doing something very similar. And it's but and it's, it's not electronics. There's people yeah. who are doing who if you have more money for your setup, yeah. You're taking it three steps further than what he figured out. Yeah. But if yeah. you have the right setup, he was doing something that hasn't been done. Not that I've seen. Uh, Besides the like series guys. I don't buy it. Not shit. like that. Soon I can give us any Mm-mm. I think we should let it out the bag. Like three six. I know you got a three six. I think we should let it. I talk the shit about three six all the time. Okay. Okay. For you I'm as done. an angler, I'm done. Because it does take a special <clears throat> system. Sure. To Not do it, everyone I'll let it out. can do it. I'll let it out. This is how I did it. This is crazy. So, Just so you know, with a lot of lakes and even on Minnetonka, I've been doing this, and on Leech. By using my Lowrance Ghost and Active Target and my HDS Lives that are all communicating to my lives at the council, I can deploy my Ghost with Active Target and I can sync my Active Target from my council unit to my bow unit. And I have a f- remote for the Ghost, like most people do for their Minkota. But as I'm Going down a brake line or going. Can I take a timeout? No. Yeah. He needs to calibrate your fucking ghost. The last time I was. I did. I did. I went on. Jesus Christ! Carry on. Yeah. Jesus Christ! This is juice. (laughs) It it needed to be calibrated. Jesus Christ! But see, I'm not using the trolling motor when I'm up there. I'm in my driver's seat and I'm idling down. Let's say twenty feet. I'm following a 20-foot contour. Idling, like your side imaging. Yeah, with the big motor. With my trolling motor in the water and my active target on. But see, with my remote, I can direct my active target left and right while I'm sitting in my driver's seat. So as I'm sitting there reading and then taking in all the information on my side imaging left and right, I have my active target dialed in to a similar range. And as I see rocks or sand to mud... Or mud to sand and gravel. I'm picking up activity where bait or individual fish are isolating themselves more frequently. And I'm trying to transition that information to my side imaging as best I can. But when I place a waypoint, I can go back and pick up both packs or three, four people, smallmouth. Imagine large side mouth. imaging and live scoping at the same time. But see, not see, I'm not using my live pointing left and right from the transom of the boat. I'm using it ahead so I can see them before I sign. This podcast is brought to you by my compadre, my tournament partner, my brother, and the best rod builder above the Mason-Dixon line, Veselka Fishing and Customs. Specializing in custom fishing rods. That's right. Hand-built fishing rods, custom-made and tailored how you want, whether it's by length action, specific technique, balance, or anything you want. Anything. Veselka Fishing and Customs can build it. 
Mr. Veselka also has a wide variety of rods to choose from, which we've had a lot of fun with, perfecting and testing. The most unique and famous rod developed at Veselka Fishing and Customs is his custom Marabou hair jig rod. Have you thrown the old Canadian dinner mint, the Harry Gary, the fighter fly, the old thin Lizzie? If you have, then you know these little fluff balls can be hard to cast, especially at those key sizes as light as 1 16th of an ounce. Well, what if I told you you could cast that marabou jig 30 to 50% farther than you're casting it now? What if I told you you don't have to spook those shallow, skittish smallmouth? Well, with the custom hair jig rod from Veselka Fishing and Customs, not only can you cast a lot further, but the way this rod loads up on a long cast is pure perfection. This balanced rod has the perfect backbone with a light action parabolic taper that keeps those fish pinned without breaking your line. Mr. Veselka utilizes an eight foot custom fly fishing blank converted to a spinning rod and couples it with premium guides leading up to custom fly guides that allow maximized casting distance and reduced line friction and blank slap, maximizing your overall performance, obviously. And we found this rod is not only perfect for marabou hair jigs, but for any light bait you need to cast far, including small swim baits, spy baits, and more. Any light bait you need to cast far, look no further than the Veselka Fishing and Customs Hair Jig Special. So head on over to his website, theselkafishing.com, that's V-O-C-E-L-K-A fishing.com, and treat yourself to the custom hair jig rod or any custom rod you can dream up. I'm right so 45ing, right? Yes. Well, it depends. Well, it depends because the Don't 40- worry about it. That's not necessarily <laughs> the angle sometimes because if it's too far forward, you have a hard time timing the detail as it reads on your side imaging. Mm-hmm. But if I turn it, 90 degrees <clears throat> i can see where such a grass grass or rocks are appearing before i side image and i can see how far they are from the boat so i can get the boat angle just right to read the information and i can position where the fish are in relation to the structure above or below because you ain't really gonna see the fish if they're above the content as you read it with the side imaging because the shadow is casting then over the weeds or over whatever so you're seeing both water column you're seeing relation and distance so you can position your boat better when you're side imaging and then when i find the best areas i'll turn around and put myself within 50 feet of that area and really scope it in with the 360 and figure out where those fish are related to with act to target but the that's... big thing from that though is that you can live scope <clears throat> from the console while idling and cover <clears throat> well which way more ground but which most people understood when they're like yeah he's he has an active target or he has live scope from the back of the boat and like obviously you're doing it live while you're scanned but the key is if you have a trolling motor in the front deployed when you're idling at three miles an hour now you're getting the juice sooner and you can almost steer your boat with your trolling motor because that transducer is picking up the boat and kind of turning it a little bit when you do it. So sometimes you have to counter the angle of the of the actual yep. outboard motor and the trolling motor, but you can, and then all of a sudden, like, if there's nothing, 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 you can pan out left, pan out right with the remote in your hand. I usually wear it around my lanyard, around my neck, you know? 
and I'll put time in on key areas or let's say I'm like, okay, I need a 20 minute break. I've been fishing all day. I'm going to go hit this random spot. I just want to see what's going on. Make sure it's a dead zone. Mm-hmm. Dude, eat lunch. I'm going to deploy the trolling motor, kick it in gear, and I'm being productive while I'm eating. I'm looking, I'm looking. What do you got? Your console? One graph? Two graphs? Uh, Just one. <clears throat> yep, just one. Uh, HDS 12 Live. It's literally just active targeting from the console. Yeah. Idling. Yeah. Once he figured out I the kinda, deal, he I, just... Did I, that. You could do it way quicker. See, way I kind of did that in the spawning deal that I found out. That and that's a crazy deal. Do you yeah. know what I'm talking about or no? Yes. Dude. Like it's a weird mm-hmm. deal, but I was same kind of situation. This I was wild. middle of the summer, and I, I, it was middle of the night. I knew I, I like, if someone saw me doing this during. Practice, practice hours, they'd be like, what the fuck's this clown doing up there doing, or up over here doing this, whatever. And I, I would, I was, yeah, I was on perspective. Yeah, yeah. I'm a perspective boy. Yeah. I don't know. Dude. I don't know. What you <laughs> should, like. Shouldn't probably talk about it. Uh, no. That one I wouldn't. I almost. I would rather I you not tell that you. juice. I just. Don't tell that juice. I'm not telling juice. Yeah, no, you shouldn't talk about that just, one though. Let him, let, him, let him talk. No, about what we released to too much juice. I guess. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Don't release it. Don't uh, tell him. Well, like, like, like you said, driving at the console when your trolling motor's down. Spot here. When your trolling motor's down and you're driving at the console and you like, mm-hmm. let's just say it's the middle of the night. Not too many people are ever gonna do that. Nope. But to me, that was key. Like. I could, I could, okay, I'm, I'm looking for a rock, right? Okay, that was a rock. I just saw that rock. Or yep. What I'm looking for as far as structure, go back on your live and visually see a fish on what you're trying to yep. replicate or right. whatever you're fishing. And mark it. And mark it and be like, okay, this this is going to be a... All times a year. Yeah. All times a year. I mean... I, I super late I mean, in the year too. A lot of guys nowadays are using forward fa- the forward facing stuff to like fish individual fish and giant fish yeah. and like I totally get it. I totally get it. I'm still I'm I'm a slow learner. I have been since the Osseo days. Um, it's just the way it is. But I I like to know Call why. Next. <laughs> I like to know why I'm catching them and why like why they're there. Like, mm-hmm. okay, I know they're going to be there. And Relating like, to this thing. And this structure and this. Yeah. Is, I don't Why like. Why would they leave? <laughs> Dang, you know. And then all of a sudden you can do this any time of day. Yeah. And guess what? You and me. All year. We, yeah. And we can. But see, at night, I'm not afraid to go out there at 9 o'clock at night and stay out there till 2 in the morning. Because that's <laughs> the time I have. We had some crazy nights back yeah. in the day. <clears throat> And sometimes it helps you see better. That's what's wild. Well, yeah. Just like seeing the stars. You can't see them during the day. That meteor shower the other night, though? Oh, Peel's fast galaxy for a reason, bro. I kept I kept calling his Dude. ass during this. I was like, Dude, go inside. <laughs> yeah, though. he caught me during this meteor <laughs> it shower. It was dope. <laughs> it was so dope. 
I, I saw two meteors. I called you like, too, okay. didn't I? We were on the phone. Yeah, I was Grayson. like, dude, go look outside. You're we playing dude. Red Dead Redemption. Yeah, I was like, go look outside. You're killing motherfuckers. Oh, man. Shoot. I'm oh, sorry. Shit. Grayson, he can't be shooting people yet. He's got to wait. No. Well, we're still playing Hydro Thunder, so. <clears throat> He's got some fun Christmas presents coming. He'll, he'll have his oh. time. What the fuck was that? I think we could do. Yeah, he's watching the. Oh. He's watching the bluegill fall down the ice hole here, and. Uh, oh, that's funny. That's what it is. Oh, it's, oh, it's fucking. Well, <laughs> I will or what? No. Oh, it's checking. I was checking our time. Hey, so can. Um, we all go walleye fishing, like no. on the rainy river or something in the spring. No, <clears throat> depends. Are you in for tomorrow? Uh, yeah, we gotta go get my rods at my house for Alex Wolf. So fuck, I told you, fuck Alex Wolf, dude. No, he Alex Wolf has I know. like I love thirty rods to sell, and he sold He's a great like dude. a pile of them already. He's a great man. So you're I'm just kidding. Alex. What are those? By the way, what are those tubes from? Why is that tube broken in half? They were sitting right there, and I put them over there. I don't know, man. I mean, do you want those? I need those to ship ice rods. Uh, that's actually why I put them out. Okay. Looks like yo. I just shipped a couple of ice rods up to a guy. Exactly. Or oh yeah, old Pelican Lake <laughs> I contact. Push. I'm just kidding. I have no idea, but it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. Noodle rod. Miss that lake. <clears throat> That's where we should be, but it's championship. froze over. I'll go fish Walker it. Bay's open. I'll fish if Dane's right. fishing tomorrow. Yeah, Nipper keeps sending what? me pictures like on the daily of Walker Bay. Why is Nipper on epic. Walker Bay? He's not, but Walker Bay, some <clears throat> place at Walker Bay keeps posting like, oh my God, lake's still open. So, so we should go leech tomorrow? Well, then we got to stop at Hayden's because he has like 13... That's way out of the way from the leech. Like, no, but he could come out to us. I told you to call hit up Austin. I did, and they he didn't have room. Austin bring me. I don't have room. I got too many They got yeah, room for snowmobiles, Austin, <laughs> but not fucking. You tell him, Cole. Dane's pissed. Fuck now me. I gotta drive all the way up to Poplar. Poplar. Big, big. You got any cribs up in Poplar, Hayden? The bay freeze over yet? <laughs> I don't think so, I've but I'll take a pack of Misty 120s, please. <laughs> Play bass. Teal, I've never been on Okaboge. Never? Not once. I did way back in the day with Mark Shirley. Like, so long ago. And we we found fish in one little... <clears throat> one little we found one little deal, but it was tough. I'm no Boji expert by any means. I have much to learn. I'm excited. I'm excited about Cabotogama. I'm excited. I'm excited. Cabotog- Canadian border? Let's go. Cab, cab. That sounds... Cabs are here. The like cabs are here. Connected to Rainy? Yes. Namakin and Cabotogama. What time? Spring? May 19th. <laughs> It'll still be frozen. Yeah. Daddy's excited. Vermilion was almost still frozen the year we went up there. I'm surprised. That I want... I want it. I'd half rather frozen. That'd be fun. Oh, half frozen. 
throw those slugs around. 80 boats, actually. A little small. Quarter throws. <laughs> 80 boats for <laughs> quarter throws. <laughs> What's your favorite bait to catch smallmouth on in the early, 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 early spring teal? Jerk bait. Jerk Not bears. mine. What's yours? Hair Jake. Swim bait. Crank bait. You said it. When did I say it? <laughs> oh, the Bagleys are at it again. I dodged. <laughs> I dodged. I dipped. I ducked. And you tripped right into the Bagley secret. Duck, dip, dive, and yeah, man, dodge. No, no. I'll throw those from when ice is just off the lake until... Oh, man. I don't know. Till 70 degrees, and sure. then even after then, I'll still throw sure. it. But bait. That's not my favorite, though. Mine either. And you know <clears throat> Don't stop. lie about it. Just stop. I like jerk baits too, but... Stop. You've said enough. You've said enough. It's time. That's <laughs> so much fun, though. It's the best. That's why we're the best. <laughs> All right. Okay, so what would be your favorite fall fishing bait, then? Because Same as the spring of Sunny B. We just talked about it, and that's why we need to stop. I, In the fall, I think there are places to do it, but it wouldn't be my favorite There's so many bait. phases of the fall, just like the spring. So it's like you were saying early, 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 early spring. Like, which part of the fall are you talking about? <clears throat> like when the water hits 50 and you could be still fishing like 45 Tube. and you could be 50, fishing 54 tube. tube 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 all tube, day tube, 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 i don't know tube. we never got on that mag draft bite again and that was uh, i got on it large yourself what are you talking large I, I never got on that mag draft no that's because you're tending the horses <sighs> sorry <laughs> teed me up for that dude He's a dad. You got on I've the been fishing four fight. days a week. I don't know about you. You got on the mate. Well, I can't fish four days a week. I know. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And you never like called me and said, hey. I called you all the time. And didn't say, say the mate draft bite is on It's right always now. on. It's always on. Not same on. time of year. Same. That's literally every year. 46 to 54. Game over. <sighs> That's a really fun bite. When you can throw that thing in six inches of water and anything from two to six pounds gags it of green ones. Woof. That Bass Mafia one's good, too. That's Woof. one I was fucking with this fall quite a bit. Oh, Waypoint's got that those. Beast owner. That owner beast just seven hot gagging, deep throating it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they fold that sucker in half like a Chicago style pizza. Well, now that we gave the farm away, I think it's time to close this one out. I don't say that lightly. I say that with the utmost certainty. Well, it's been real. No. <clears throat> honestly, I want to know. Do you guys think we're aliens? No, not even close. No, I know we're aliens. I don't know what the fuck you're thinking about. 
about that smallmouth. We both to wax that ass tomorrow. <laughs> if you're even going. Yeah. What do you mean? Oh, you're going? Yeah, we just got to go pick up my rots for okay. both. He's in. He's in. Wolf. Oh my god, it's don't in. F- don't fuck us on this one. Don't you fuck <laughs> us on this one, Alex Roof. It's okay, Wolfie. We will see you tomorrow, Mr. Smallmouth, and possibly a walleye. Cheers okay. to the new Bass Galaxy. Uh, yeah, how about the new Bass Galaxy layer? <laughs> layer. Should we play ping pong in this new layer, Mr. Voselka? Oh, yeah. I think we've christened the uh, new. Studio tabletop well. The time is now. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. Say it. Bass Galaxy checking in, checking out. Yeah. Hey guys, Gaff here with Waypoint Angler Supply. I'm hanging out here at our JDM wall. We got a large variety of product. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, Gaff here with Waypoint Angler Supply. I'm just out here hanging out at our JDM wall with my buddy Teal, and we're going over some JDM product. We've got ourselves some fish arrow, some dual realis, depths, and G-crack, all for you. But it's not just the tackle that we've got. We've got ourselves some reels, some rods, all from Japan, some BFS stuff, all the good stuff that you're looking for from Japan that you can't find anywhere else. So swing on into Waypoint Angler Supply and get yourself stocked up. We'll see you here at Waypoint Angler Supply. Dot com. Mm Dot com. Use the code GALAXY20 to save 20% on your next tackle binge.